and welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. This is me, your co-host, Kevin Clark. Across the table from me. Travis Vogt. Yep. Staring me dead in the eyes right there. That's right. I'm not staring full at you content. No, Matt and I are Matt's, kind of, Matt are kind of Matt like, Lynch. That's Matt, me. Matt's over there, we're kind of like not quite looking at each other's eyes. You guys haven't made eye con- un- contact in seven years. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Good, the you last liking th- that? You yeah. liking that vacation, that well, long extended vacation from oh, eye contact boy. with Kevin? You know what happened last time we made eye contact and we don't, we don't discuss it. We don't have it. to talk I, about that in public. Well, the listener doesn't know about <laughs> it. I don't Maybe think we should. I don't think we should talk about it. It was too much. It was too much. Oh, their imaginations are running. Oh, wow. Yeah, people died. Not us. It could still be sexual. It could still be sexual. It was like, Remember when, they, remember yeah, when he's was. like, don't look at the Ark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like that book. The it, thing is, which one of us is the Ark? Because we haven't figured that out. Well, no, together when we look at each other's eyes, we're the, the Ark. But it was, and it is, it was sexual too. By the end yeah. of this second season of Suspense is Killing Us, I hope to find out which one of you two is the Ark. Yeah. That's like the, the all, all pervasive question. That we'll get to the bottom of. We're going to drill down. Yeah. If you, if listeners, please send in your thoughts on which one of us, Matt or I. Joe Charbonic, find out. Joe Charbonic. <laughs> hashtag Kevin is the Ark. Alfesta, Al tell us who yeah. you think is the Ark. The, <laughs> the thing is that Matt and neither Matt or I know. We don't know. It could be either one and of them. Wow. And we don't yeah. care. No, we don't care. Interesting. <laughs> So the big question none of us care about. Well, apparently other people care. Well, yeah, you mean, seem to care. Well, I, don't, I don't care about anything. I'm not interested. You know, we don't. No. See, we don't have to care about stuff. I'm ah. I'm disengaged, man. You're we were out. Gen Are you X, apathetic? right? I'm checked out. I'm apathetic. Gen X is like what? how's that feel? I'm from Gen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Generation X. I'm disaffected. That was that's our whole, that was our thing. That's yeah. what we're supposed to be. We're yeah, you know the generation. We are technically Generation X. We're like at the tail end of tail it. End. Yeah, um, we're tail end of it. But our gener- the Generation X thing was slackers and yeah. suicide. I believe was it suicide? I think suicide was suicide. A, or, <laughs> was it a bunch of us? Well, maybe just Kurt Cobain did it. I mean, I guess like I thought yeah, they were all think, getting like Microsoft of, jobs back then. Uh, let's not let's not get too far deep into suicide. But I think lots of people of lots of generations have always suicide. committed suicide. I don't think that no, Generation we, we X is first. famous for that. Aristotle did it, and then a couple thousand years later, Generation <laughs> X just started doing it. Like nobody had tried this before. Now, <laughs> hey, did you know you can just end it yourself? Whoa! Aristotle was the first Gen Xer. It's Who like knew? an escape button. In the immortal words Jesus of Socrates, <laughs> I drank what? All right. Oh, it's Socrates uh, that killed himself. Well, now maybe even Aristotle drank did the hemlock, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, hashtag uh, let let us know how uh, Aristotle killed him. <laughs> died everybody we don't let know. Us know how Aristotle hashtag killed Aristotle killed himself or hashtag he died naturally full throttle Aristotle full throttle that's what they used to call him <laughs> yeah. he was a fucking badass yeah, he was people a bad don't talk about how much of a badass oh. yeah. tattoos he had those sleeve tattoos he used to melt flares over his hand yes like Max Katie fucking awesome full throttle Aristotle his we should taught uh, him how to do that yeah. like we should give that title that that guy from hardcore history should. Oh yeah, he can have that title. Hard full throttle Aristotle. Has he done an Aristotle, a twenty part Aristotle how? that's like eighty hours long? Or I'm something? not sure how badass Aristotle's life was. If, though there I should mean, be like the Oliver you, Stone version of his life, where yeah, no. he's like a motherfucker. Well, that's why I was talking about like, that. He's that, doing coke. Yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell plays him. He's doing coke. He's gay. All of a sudden, <laughs> I mean, he was. I think he was. Well, yeah, but like, in, all like those, Alexander, like were. Oliver Stone's Alexander gay, where was he was like oh. angry about it. You know? oh. He was tormented by an inexplicable. Well, he was. Yeah. That movie is hard. I mean, movie's that hard movie. To pay I'm not saying historically, but that movie. To. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they cared at the time. No. And they, he's murdering people, riding elephants. You know. That's yeah. true. But Aristotle was Aristotle all. Aristotle was. He, he was at his desk the whole time. He did all, you know, nah, he did scribbling all that. crap into he his. He did all that stuff. No, when he wasn't at orgies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, in this movie version that we make of Aristotle's life, he's sword, he's swashbuckling, he's, he's got sword fighting. He's got Who's m- playing him? Chris Pine. But he, he doesn't Vin have Diesel. he doesn't have regular. No, not Vin Diesel. He has like machine oh, guns made out Diesel. of Yeah, Ben Diesel. He ben has Diesel. like steampunk machine guns made out of ivory or <laughs> right. whatever they had yes. at the time. They no. shoot crocodile teeth. Paul, yes. Paul, w- Paul W. S. Anderson can direct it. It'll all take place in one hallway. And like people will be doing backflips. <laughs> well, I like stuff. that because Mila will be in it. Yeah, Mila Jovovich will play him. Aris as oh, what? Give me Mila a fucking Jovovich break. Mila Jovovich as Aristotle. I'm full in. Yeah. I'm full in for I'm this in for movie. Yeah. God, I'll watch this. Mila this Jovovich great. is steampunk Aristotle, full throttle Aristotle, coming this summer from <laughs> I'm gonna Screen from, Gems. I'm going to teach you a lesson you'll never forget. <laughs> and then he shoots cro- crocodile teeth. She, 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 she does. But she's playing a he. No. Or is she? Or is, no, he's, no, he's a woman. Aristotle is a woman. He's a woman in this one. Straight up a woman. Straight up a woman. A sexy woman. Yeah. Just like she's, she's mini wearing skirts. Like, yeah, she's got like a robot rubber arm. rubber mini skirt. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not, it's she's like it's like a it's like a steampunky like kind of robot. Arm. It's all ivory and like uh, I don't know bronze or whatever, or like horse hair, horses. Yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna make this, this is, is gonna make sixteen million dollars. It's gonna no, bomb. it'll be a it's huge bomb. hit. It'll be a huge hit. No, wait, these are it's gonna be a huge fucking hit. It'll you be a, me? it'll make like forty million domestic, but it'll do like six hundred million internationally. It's gonna make yeah. It's gonna make like a billion dollars in China. Yeah. This movie, full full throttle Aristotle. You can't go wrong with that Chinese market. No, you Make can't. anything, put it in the Chinese market. You're going to get at least three hundred million dollars. Yeah, money in the bank. It'll be called. It'll be retitled Aristotle Kill Crazy Orgy in Japan. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we better put an orgy in there. There's going to be an orgy, but it'll be like you know, like PG, uh, it'll yeah. be like a light R PG thirteen bras you on. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it's like an orgy. You you know it's an orgy, <laughs> but it's like eh, not you know nobody's going to get any enjoyment out of this orgy scene <laughs> but it does it does end no, with an it turns it turns into it. an action scene yeah so you yes know, you know that's how you get it orgy at the vomitarium <laughs> that's the japanese <laughs> that's title the japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well in full throttle aristotle is also the title of the porn parody it's the same title yeah. they don't even They'll they don't just change spell it. it with one t alex bronze with one t full throttle aristotle. alex bronze sucks anyway yeah, that's a whole thing i get into full he's a terrible throbble. director full throbble <laughs> full throbble <laughs> full throbble aristotle <laughs> aristobber changing the title of this episode to full throbble aristobber <laughs> What is the title of this episode, by the way? <laughs> oh, uh, we decided Speaking of on, segues. Yeah, very good. We decided on Lobby a Lady. Lobby a Lady. Lobby a Lady. Yeah, you know. Because we have three movies about lady attorneys. I love it. Three very, uh, like, at least the idea behind them, as I think they're, they're, these are like adult entertainment. Atta- entertainment for your parents to go see, that feel very mature and adult while watching. These are all very yeah. mature adult movies. They're not necessarily good. Actually, well, Guilty, one of them was Guilty good. is saying I think one is of them, at least I think a little one bit of them is very is good. fun, is would, pitched fun. I would say very good. Yeah, I liked it Bor- a lot. It's like, it's like uh, I mean, that's Sydney Limit, so it's like yeah. pretty. These actually all have good directors. It's kind of close to great. I was, I was very surprised. I, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know it was Lumet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got 1987, Suspect, directed by Peter Yates, starring mm-hmm. Sharon Dennis Quaid, and a Liam Neeson. Mm. Uh, Guilty of Sin from 1993 with Rebecca De Mornay and Don Johnson, directed by Sidney Lumet, of all people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, 2002's High Crimes with uh, our high priestess, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. And Woo-woo. Morgan Freeman, again, uh, reunited. And no, no free. Uh, this is this this is another entry in the in the <laughs> Ashley Judd Morgan Freeman concern. That's right. And it's directed yeah. by Carl Franklin, who did Devil in a Blue Dress. And wildly, uh, I mean, everyone's possibly overqualified for all these movies, but mm-hmm. I think maybe Carl Franklin's the most overqualified for his material. Yeah, boy, in this he one. Uh, 
He didn't do a good job. He, no, it's, a, it's that's, a bit busy. Yeah, I think. Well, that's the thing is that you watch Guilty as Sin, and you're like, you like, I can believe that Sidney Lumet directed this because he like he kind of like uh, it's uh, he elevates it a little bit. This it's like this is trash, but Sidney Lumet made it, so it's like kind of better than yeah. it should be. Some somebody else could make that movie, and it probably wouldn't be as good. Whereas Carl Franklin was kind of like, I'm just doing the movie mm-hmm. I have here. Yeah. It's not. I'm not gonna try. He, I he, mean, there's some it's, it's there's very some stuff busily directed. It's a bad movie, and it's it mostly because the script is bad. Yeah, yeah. You well, know what? You you know what it is more than anything else, and I was watching. I, this is now the second or third time I've watched that crime. Jesus Christ! But, wow. But it was, but it was just like watching it this time. Like, man, these. It's just these Ashley Judd movies are so specific. Mm-hmm. They're very Ashley Juddy, and just like from the get go. But I mean, the last two that we watched, or last what three that we well, watched? Well, we did three. Yeah, we did three. We're we're all really pretty much fun, you know. Like, you think yeah. this is your least favorite of uh, the Ashley well, what Judd ones? What am I forgetting? Uh, just double, the girls we just liked. the girls we liked. Double Jeopardy's bad, I love but double fun. Jeopardy. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, what was the third one? <laughs> you oh, guys? No. Oh, it was Twisted. <laughs> oh, Twisted. Oh, Fucking I hated suck. Twisted. Yeah, but I mean, High Crimes was... is better than Twisted. Yeah, I, I High kinda... Crimes is more competent than Twisted, but it is also an, a half hour longer and uh, a lot more boring. Well, <sighs> sp- speaking of boring, let's get into our first movie. Suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that Miss Riley with the Public Defender's Office will represent Mr. Anderson. Your Honor, I'm due for vacation. I haven't had a vacation in a year. Leave me alone. Jury tampering is a felony. We haven't tampered with me yet. A bag lady found this down by the river where Elizabeth was killed. What are you, a detective now? The nation's capital. A public defender facing the biggest dilemma of her career. Miss Riley, have you had contact with the juror on this trial? If I find any evidence of collusion, I'll have you disbarred. If he did it, I'm going to vote guilty. But if he's innocent, I don't want that on my conscience. A juror with information that can help her. What you're asking me to do is absolutely illegal. You're going to let your client just fry because you want to play by the rules? Or destroy her. I mean, I thought the whole idea was to find the truth. I found I, I feel like I was the least bored by this one uh, out of the three of us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. certainly it was. No, not I liked it. Oh, yeah? I feel yeah. I okay. feel like my texts to you guys were like were like taken because I was I was like mostly just bored with how I feel like there's this presentation of the real world that Hollywood movies do sometimes mm-hmm. where they like go like. Where they're like, instead of glossing it up a little or making it interesting, they're like, everything in real life is very, is very drab and boring. And I was like, ugh. Also, when like big stars like Cher play like regular people, sometimes I'm like, I don't quite buy it. Did you not buy Cher in this? I did. I because Cher's I really. She was very good. Because she's because she's good. But like, uh, I just it's. I thought Dennis Quaid was very bad in this movie. But I thought that Cher was. I always like Cher. Uh, but it's just sort of she's so Cher fabulous. Cher like. And I was kind of like, she's like, I'm so boring, and oh, look at me. And I'm like, yeah, share, share. Yeah. I'm trying to say something about share, and I hope it comes out correctly. But share, <laughs> share spells her name. <laughs> it's C H E R, and isn't that something? Yeah, she it's, only has one name. It's one remarkable. Name. That's wild. Share is an actress that I that I generally like in just yeah. about everything, and I do like her in this. I just think that I feel like I love her in other ones better. Like when she's like sort of a weird mom in like Mask or right. Mermaids. I think that's more fitting because I'm or, not like yeah. I feel like she's still playing like a, a character that like I I buy that character. Whereas in this one, I felt like she was playing someone that was so boring. I'm like, you just you put someone less fabulous in there than yeah. Cher. Well, to the thing that but. I was that I was gonna say about Cher, that you know, and I'm gonna try to say it correctly, is that uh, Cher obviously f- for, for years and years and years, but a famous pop star, famous for like you know her singing and having a pretty uh, outlandish uh, singing persona and stuff. But she, you know, when stripped of all of that uh, artifice and stuff that is part of her act, 
is a very or, uh, normal looking person. Yeah. Is a kind of actually a person that it looks uh, a way that you don't see people in movies very yeah. often. And I found it uh, to be a huge asset in this movie, and 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 also the fact that she's very good in it. You're kind of like she felt like this person, and she felt uh, she felt grounded in 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 the yeah. place that this person is. She's I thought always, she was. She's great. always done a very a very good job of playing like sort of a a, a blue collar down to earth person, like yeah. moonstruck mask. Yeah, I know, mean she gets on Silkwood. stage and it's like col- it's like lights and costumes and stuff like that. But Cher, uh, as a person, is a that's amazing. Is a, it's like she's an actress yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 you know, right. and also <laughs> th- the look that she brings. I to guess it. Yeah. I just thought the movie was boring. I think it, it, it there's a, it's slow. a lot. It's a lot of yeah. courtroom stuff, and it's a lot of like, oh come on, and it and it and it has a stupid fucking dumbass twist. That's really fun. That's really fun. But it, it's, it's it's like the kind of thing where you're like that, where it ends, and you go like, nobody really won because I don't think that's yeah, how it doesn't really make sense. Yes, yeah. and then what happens? I enjoyed I, en- <laughs> I enjoyed this movie. It, it is as you both say, like it's slow. Long. It's dry. I enjoyed this movie for a few different things. Uh, one, Cher is very good. Yes. Uh, two, it's hilariously stupid when it comes to like legal procedure. It's oh like boy. it's like double jeopardy dumb. But it's very it's like very boringly it's like very boringly yes. done. So it's like it's like this thing where you go like this is it's not only like uh, boring but also like this is not how courtrooms. Right. This I'm is like, not how it works. I'm, I only know courtrooms from watching movies and generally I mean generally they're not like how courtrooms work. But this is like very like dry and you're like oh this is, must be how courtroom uh, courtroom proceedings work because this is very dryly presented but it's also not um i and, don't think uh, i i thought that it was that it was trying to sneak in something uh timely about uh talking about like poverty and homelessness which it totally fails at doing but it's there it's sort of like a dead fish just yeah. lying on the front and i found that interesting well and about like ptsd uh-huh. a little bit and, and uh you know vietnam vets yeah you know and uh, and then at last at last it, it has this remarkably terrible twist at the end that i found so amusing just because like the whole time i was sitting there not it wasn't that i called it i was sort of going like well this character is involved in the conspiracy somehow and then at the end of the movie it's like oh no he did it <laughs> <laughs> you, I was, I, and then in his own co- court is called uh, called well, out. Yeah, on we'll, it. we'll get there. I, we'll, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get there. It's. Uh, I feel like you had told me that there's a ridiculous twist. So when so I kind of figured it out just because I right. was like, what's the stupidest thing that could happen? Right. And then that's what happened. And so it was like less amusing to me sure. because I think if I'd found it like if I if I hadn't known that there was gonna be something stupid, I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like not not to get too far into, it, but the whole time during the movie, like this character is kind of a roadblock, and Molly and I watched it, and we're like, boy. He's really bad at the what you know. He's doing this all wrong, and I'm like, well, clearly it's because he's in on it somehow. Uh-huh. And then they even red herring it to like, oh, it's all pointing toward this one guy, and he's in cahoots with that other guy. No, it turns out it's him. It's been him this whole yeah. time, and it's just I was sitting there going like, well, it can't be him because they would never do that. And they it doesn't totally, see, it, it does doesn't not seem like that kind of movie. Sense. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like that Shares kind of movie. performance, the kind of like the kind of like conservative direction right, right. of the whole thing. You're kind of like, I know what kind of movie this is, and then at the end, you're like, Whoa, what? Shit, this movie is stupid. Yeah, and, uh, in, a, in a fun way, it's kind of it's kind of like that crazy ending of uh, Dead Calm, where you're like, right. What the? F- Whoa, oh, that's not what I thought was. Only gonna, it, you know, it's this like doesn't feel reshot. Yeah, no, 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 bad. This is like this is how it was supposed to go. Or it's like totally different. I was I was telling Kevin this movie is like presumed innocent but dumb and boring oh oh no you know because it's like heavy procedural like it's all involved in like how the law is supposed to work and you know how it's going to work for these characters and then it has this this twist that you shouldn't see coming but every it does both of those things so badly 
Yeah. yeah. That uh, that it turns into an amusing movie in a totally different way. And it's trying it's trying to do a whole thing because the whole point the whole storyline is like she's being fed information like mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Quaid who be- ends up being a juror who's this who's who's doing Dennis a performance Quaid's character that I can makes say, no sense. He's no a, sense. he's he's doing one of those performances that's like an actor approximating human behavior. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching it and Sophie kept going like he doesn't what's he doing and I'm like I think he's supposed to be I think he's pretending to be cold and she's like he doesn't know how to act cold. Yeah. Like he's when he was acting cold the way he shivers it was like he was convulsing in bizarre ways and you're like oh, i is, remember that that what was is, strange and he does and there's like three different scenes where he's yeah. like supposed to be cold outside and he also just his character is like he's very bad in this what movie. i've always said dennis quaid can't play cold <laughs> sorry cancel me if you want he's usually like a, he's usually a pretty charming actor quaid can be charming and in this movie like he's required to be extra charming because like he's a lobbyist he's who's like schmoozing almost people a jiggle stuff. he's like a political gigolo yeah and but you're watching he's He's not remotely charming. No. He's just like uh, gross and slimy, <laughs> and it's, it's just like he's like, "Hey, I'm a gross lobbyist," and everybody's he's, like, "He's so charming." That just, happens a lot in movies where, yeah. like, the, the way that, that it's performed and the way the character's written, someone is like, "Hey, wanna come to bed with me?" <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah. "Ooh," Ooh yes. and you're like, "No, I don't know." <laughs> he seems outwardly sleazy. There's like a half-assed romance, but you know, but, but, Dennis, but Dennis Quaid's outward sleaziness is a red herring because I think you're supposed to think that he's in on it somehow. Oh, really? I never once. I thought never that. once thought they that either. Th- that did not no. occur to me for they a sure second. They seem to be telegraphing it because why is he doing his own investigation? Because he's helping. Because he's her. trying to help her because yeah. he feels guilty about he, being a shitty lobbyist. Because oh, he knows. Oh and god, he, that and is he's so like, weird. And he's like on her side. He's like he knows that this. You know. Yeah, remember he, he looks at bullshit. the picture again and he's like, the, "This guy definitely didn't do it." Yeah. But then he starts helping her, which is totally. Uh, well, we'll get to totally that. against the law. So okay, let's let's against the law. Let's roll in there. Let's. So, right, this, so movie, this movie opens well, with, a, opens with a Supreme Court justice <laughs> being visited in his office. By uh, a young lady who, by the way, keeps calling him Mr. Justice, which I don't think is correct, but maybe yeah, I'm wrong. I've ne- never having Mr. been a Supreme justice. Court justice, I don't no. know how you address it. Was 87, one. maybe they yeah. did it. Call me Mr. Justice. <laughs> call, me, call me Mrs. Devereaux. <laughs> I think they call them Justice and then their last name. Yeah, I would think that, Just, but Justice she, Lynch. she calls him Mr. Justice. Yeah. Mr. Uh, justice Lynch? They may, maybe they have a little sexual thing going. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, like, but anyway, you know. so he, he, gives her, he gives her, like, something in a sealed envelope and is like, I hope that this is what you want. And uh, she leaves, and then thanks, Mister Justice. He, and then, and then he's this. His secretary comes in, and is like, "Okay, your appointment soon." He's like, "All oh, right, just a minute." This is a funny scene because he has this shotgun. He's cleaning his he's, antique he's shotgun, playing around with it. And this lady, just God, God help this lady and what she's used to, because she walks in on a guy holding a shotgun, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, how's it going? Anyways, I made some coffee." Or yeah. whatever. And he's and like, "I'll he be just, I'll be just a moment." He goes and he talks about how he used to, you know, we used to uh, back in Lincoln's day, they used to hunt turkeys just out on the road out here. Uh-huh. And she's like, and that's why okay. I took a shotgun to my goddamn office. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it it's is like, you know, it's like a trophy shotgun. It's like yeah. a, like a like you know a yeah. gift that somebody gave him. Maybe, maybe rich, elegant old is men it, just uh, play with their shotguns in their office. Is it Christmas time? It's Thanksgiving time. Or Thanksgiving like, or Christmas? Because does, does she have it's, like it's winter? A, does she have like Christmas presents stolen out of her car? I was just curious because too because high crimes also takes place uh, vaguely around and during Christmas That's time. Right. Yeah, weird. Anyway, uh, anyway, so. <laughs> then that Supreme Court justice puts the shotgun in his mouth and blows his head off. Well, it, yes, but it, the, the way it's that, the whole point of the scene is that you're like he doesn't seem like he's about ready to commit commit suicide. He seems cheerful and stuff, but there's a really funny shot where the shotgun is. <laughs> It's kind of like leaned against it, and it's and it's a kind of a tight, like a medium shot. And he's like, you know, he doesn't look like he's bummed out. No. And then he just sort of like glances at the shotgun barrel, like it's talking to him, going like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, over here, hey, Mister Justice, 
put me in your mouth. What do you want to do? Pull the trigger. And he, and he just kind of goes, hmm, well, all right, all right then. then. Oh, he's, a, he's sort of like an over-Redenbacher old man. Yeah, he's an old dude. I don't know who the actor is, but... And then, and then and that's how, and so he blows his brains out. Yeah, it'll come back. And then is the next scene where they find the dead lady? Yeah, yes. The cops find the, it's a, that, polar, a polar bear club. A bunch of that's like, people right. A bunch who of politicians and the, stuff. They're swimming in the Potomac. By the way, bunch of I flabby lived, dudes. I lived in I lived in D.C. for many years. You do not want to swim in the Potomac River. It's filled with piranhas. Yes. No, it's it's gross. Uh, it's but they, gross. <laughs> they they totally do find her like right off Rock Creek Park, where many a where many a, D, a DB has been found. Oh in, wow. in Rock Creek Park, there, right right by the bridge. Anyway, um, dead so, yeah. blasted. I don't know. DB? Dead, dead body. Oh, <laughs> we're getting the technical terms, everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then they find the woman that the judge, the, the that Mr. Justice gave the letter to, or whatever it is. Uh, they find her dead in the park. Yeah. And they immediately. <laughs> Check in this pipe and arrest yes. a homeless man. <laughs> Very violently, I might add. Later on, you well, find out he has a knife and stuff. But at that scene, you're like, you're they like, just why they, are they arresting? First him? of all, there's other homeless people around there too. But oh, they, they find her wallet on him. That's right. Right, but they don't find it on him until after they like. Are like, what's he fucking doing over here? And then they just like roust him. Yeah, yeah. they roust him. They drag him it's out of the pipe. Very weird. And, that uh, whole scene was very weird. I'm like, why did they arrest him? And then you find out like 50 minutes later, like, they like found oh, they found a bunch of knife. stuff. But you're like, why did they? I don't. They think they were just. <laughs> I think they just hated him. This homeless guy. Yeah, this and it bum. is. And it is a, a you know a, a standard uh, bum, as in like a long scraggly like, beard and a long <laughs> scraggly it's, hair. It's Liam Neeson it's made up Liam? to look like one of the Geico cavemen. <laughs> Does he bite one of the cops? Yeah, he when bites one of the cops him? and stuff. It's yeah. Liam, goddamn Neeson, and I'd and I'd like to be able to you know do that Liam Neeson impression, but he is a deaf nope. mute in, yeah. in this movie. So no, but we don't know that yet. No, we don't know that yet. Because uh, the, the cops... idea is that maybe he's just crazy. Mm-hmm. He's just com- yeah, he com- completely he feral. He won't answer questions, and so they they get him. They get him a public defender, who is Cher. Cher, Cher. is a public defender. And she's like, she's on her way to court that day, but gets having, waylaid having by the some, world's worst. She's day. having the world's worst day. She gets waylaid by some street urchins who carjack her <laughs> in the broad well, they, daylight. They, they smash, smash her window smash and steal window shit out of her car. While she's in it, and steal shit out of her car, and she tries to chase him for a little bit. And everyone's and, uh, like, "Lady, get out of the road! Get out of the fucking road!" Some some lady's like, "What's she doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Like that is a bold broad daylight uh, carjacking type thievery type <laughs> thing too. At, at and this you're point, just like, I'm wondering, damn. like, is this movie going to have some kind of like social agenda about? Because we already saw this homeless guy get yeah. rousted and arrested for no reason, and now we have like the public defender, and now we have the street punks, and I'm like, okay, is this going somewhere? The answer is no. Mm. By the way, eh, but it it like t- a lot, it, like, of, it a lot like, of movies like this seem like they, they th- just sort of color that stuff in there and then go, eh, fuck it. Well, they tease they tease that, but the movie's not even about that. Although, I mean, ultimately the 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 same way Nick of Time did, right? Yeah, yeah. The cases that like the that the bad guys ultimately were like suppressing or cheating on or whatever the fuck they were doing uh, were like social. Yeah, I don't remember what cases they were. It was like I think it was like they you know were putting black people in jail. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. it was like that were you know they were like it was like the kind of thing where they like were rigging juries and stuff. Right. So I mean, I guess you could argue. That like the, the whole si- the system the is system made to make is, enemies enemies of ourselves. But you know, you know ultimately, I mean, it's, but the movie gets so so it fucking gets pretty it down. gets so fucking dumb as it goes. It's it's kind of like pitched as almost like a serious drama, but mm-hmm. it is not. It is. A, and I was concerned that it was because I'd always thought of it as such. And then uh, what? It's it is a thriller. Yeah, it is indeed a thriller. And at There's the end, mystery. it's like full on, and it kind of abandons mm-hmm. all of that other stuff for its kind of dumb twist. Well, anyway, so right. she gets assigned to his to be his public defender. And by oh, by the way, we haven't stressed yet. Because I guess it hasn't come up, but Cher is not super good at her job. 
She's bedraggled. I mean, I don't think she has a. She doesn't like her job. Well, uh, but it's more that she's, she's overworked. It's more that she's bad at at like literally helping her client. Like she goes to visit him and uh, immediately is like, "Take the cuffs off. Leave me alone in a cell with this guy who's already been proven to be violent with multiple people." And turn, I'm gonna turn my back on him too. Yeah. yeah. And then he immediately attacks. He immediately her. assaults her, <laughs> and uh, which you know. That's terrible. She shouldn't have to put up with that. But also, you know, maybe take care of yourself a little bit. Just keep the guy. <laughs> just keep the cuffs on. Keep, keep the cuffs the guy, on. The security. At, at this point, they Seems have not silly. determined that he cannot hear or speak. She figures there's, that out. She figures that there's out. There's also a whole thing with Liam Neeson's character where it's kind of like he's he's feral. He's attacking. He'll attack anybody. And then at a certain point, he's like he is a gentle. He's giant, very cooperative. And, yeah. He's just like I guess because the movie needs it to be. Like well, why was he? he why has was he assaulting everybody? He has yeah. fits of rage. Like he when he finds out that guy's dead and stuff, he flips over. Over the desk with the computer yeah. readout on, but it anybody would. And at this point, <laughs> I mean, so, I felt like it. <laughs> and also, like they, they already, they find out very quickly that there's another homeless dude who goes around slashing people with straight Michael. razors. Mm. Big Mike <laughs> with the hand tattoo. Yeah, he's got that a is hand always tattoo. out. Because Jesus, yeah. uh, what does it say? Jesus saves or yeah. something. Jesus saves. And no, no matter where something. Michael is and whatever position he's in, that hand tattoo is fa- fully f- is facing frontward. That scene was genuinely shocking when the when investigator when the, the investigator goes to get him. He's like, "All right, you've been served," and like Mike, he like jumps up and fucking slashes this dude's face like three times with a straight razor. I was like, "Woof, this shit." Yeah, uh, Michael, it woke Michael me. It woke is, me up uh, a little because the movie had p- pretty much put me into a coma at that point. Michael is Neeson's kind of like only hope because after a, after a lot of uh, uh, trial and error and whatnot, trial and error. Um, Cher oh, is good <laughs> movie. Maybe we Great. should have called the episode "Trial and Error." <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Nah. Yeah, still time. Uh, who knows? No, because um, we got to save that for when we do the, the Michael Richards <laughs> Jeff Daniels movie <laughs> "Trial and Error." <laughs> only for the Patreon account. Uh, but like she has to, she has to do this whole thing with the chalkboard where she first finds out that uh-huh. he's deaf mute and then is writing out words and it's very frustrating but eventually comes along to the point where like Michael was also there and so the whole case hinges on finding this crazy right. scary Mike, like stabby Michael guy by, yeah. by the way slashy uh, the, slashy with the, with the chalkboard slashy where, where like they're communicating for, right, they, she finally starts to communicate with Liam Neeson by like writing yeah. yes and they're so they're writing back and forth to each other and uh, but no but for the rest of the movie this keeps happening where she continues to speak to him yeah. Usually yes, when she's angry weird. with him, like something will go wrong and she'll go like, "Why didn't you tell me that you saw another dude there?" And it'll cut to it'll cut to Liam Neeson who by this point is like had a had a shave and a, and a haircut oh, and looking like, good. looks very handsome and it'll just cut to him like looking like a sad puppy. Like he's hearing her. Yeah, like he's hearing I, her. I, I like, honestly like he knows he's been a bad boy. <laughs> oh. But she'll like so talk that's to how him. my she'll dog like... looks at me when she does something bad. <laughs> like Liam Neeson. Yeah, like it's, Liam well, Neeson. It's funny cuz the movie like it's like he has it's he's able to understand her when the movie needs her to right. and then not when the movie needs it's her like, to it's like he's him to R2 not. It's like R2D2 or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like he's not paying attention. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. She'll like turn around and stuff. Yeah. I honestly thought cuz you guys saw this before I did and you and you both said without spoiling anything like it's got a crazy stupid twist and at this point you I was like, it was like is the he twist that he can hear yeah, and right. talk oh, that he's faking he, it? he does because talk. it seems like it. Yeah, he he, he finally gets a word he, out. Cuz he's because part he's of his PTSD. because his thing is yes. is cuz he was driven he went crazy because of Nam and he was treated in the hospital and stuff. He had a disease that caused him to be deaf a deaf mute too. I don't remember what the disease. Mesothelioma or something. Yeah, 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 it was some form of meningitis. Spinal meningitis. meningitis yes. That's it. Yeah. But uh, but um, can I I want to point out Liam Neeson's uh 
uh, haircuts in this too. Because when they first find him, he does look like one of the Geico cavemen. He and gets then, like, more he and more goes, handsome. He goes to like the first uh, the first hearing, and he's got like they gave him a bit of a haircut, and they shaved him a little bit, so he's got a bit of a beard. <laughs> and then the next one, when the trial proper has started, yeah. he's like full full on short hair, looking like Oscar Schindler. Right. And it was just funny to me because I was like, is that because like, and I wasn't sure because like, what's the interim one for? And right. I, I was like, is it because Liam Neeson wasn't famous then? Right. Like maybe people would go like. If they didn't give him the half beard in the one scene, they'd go like, "Who's the shaved guy?" Yeah. Like, oh, they had to warm us <laughs> they into had to, it because like, we know who he is. We were watching it and going like, "We we're well aware of who Liam Neeson is." But people yeah. in 1987 would be like, "Who the fuck is?" So like, they go from this hairy fucking monster to like a uh, handsome Liam Neeson. Like, Who's Whoa. that handsome humunculus? Who's God this guy? It. He is not the same. <laughs> yeah, but that, I just thought it, I, be, I thought it was true. I just thought it was curious that they did like an interim one, or it was like they're like, "We're cut, we're cutting his hair. Oh, he's got to go to trial. All right, well, we'll finish it when he gets back." I right. That's. <laughs> I bet that's a hundred percent why. That yeah. might, that's a very good. Anyway, that's a very yeah. good conjecture. That was what. These are the things I was thinking about while I was watching this movie. Why? Uh, why did they only cut his hair a little bit? Is this movie on for another hour and a half? Good oh, lord! Yeah. Oh baby! <laughs> so the trial begins. Yeah. Well, it's the the, the pre the preliminary hearing. The preliminary hearings, excuse me, and like the the, the procedure starts to yeah. to get him tried. And uh, one of my favorite things happens right away. Where where okay, so they know that there's a witness. Yeah. They know that the witness. Cuts people with a straight razor, and they know this because he cut up their private investigator, who went to serve the who guy went who to serve him with a subpoena. Uh-huh. That's right, he did serve him exactly, uh, and and he got slashed up about the eyeballs for his trouble. Uh, yep, in the ER, and it's everything. really gnarly. Uh, so then, they, so they 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 know that this has happened, and then they go to the judge, John Mahoney, Fraser's dad, John Mahoney, and they ask for a continuance. They ask for a continuance because uh, they can't go to trial, they say properly, or Cher says that she can't, she can't properly defend her client until they locate this guy. Yeah. And the judge, oh, by the way, she's 100% correct. The judge oh, yeah. is legally obligated because they know that not only is this a witness, but he's probably a likely suspect. Yeah. Because they know that he's cu- he cuts people up with a straight razor like the lady who was murdered. Makes sense. Whose throat was slashed. Whose throat was slashed with a straight razor. So he he's pretty much obligated to give them a continuance. But instead he says, nah. The, the guy will the guy will either turn up or he won't. He goes he yeah. he go in fact he goes he goes well he's been served he's been served you yeah. can say anything to me and, but and not Cher is like what if he ignores the subpoena and and the judge is like well that's really not my problem yeah what can you do and and he there's a good chance that he, he will because he has, has a like, throat he's a slashy madman yeah he's probably not going to show up and yeah. he has like an absolute like chief Wiggum like line in this where he's like. What I'm not going to give you a continuance just so you can take more time to investigate your case. <laughs> hey, look, this is a courtroom. We're not about justice. It's pretty amazing. He's, and at this point, I was like, "This is when Molly and I were like, oh, he's in on it." Yeah, because it's you, so absurd. But you could, but you could also like they are also kind of portraying him as maybe just by the by the book, by the like book. hard but ass. He, but he's not because sometimes he's fair to share. Like in the in the, true. in the courtroom, he's not 100 percent going like, "No, share bullshit." They keep oh, him, the rules, and he's very Mahoney. Actually, I think is pretty good in this because sure, he's because he's, he's walking this yeah. fine line of like he he's read the script. Yeah, he knows. Well, I, we don't, I guess we can say. I don't oh, know. Whatever. It turns out he did it, but we'll get there. Anyway, it turns out okay. he did it, but he's but he's doing a good job of like not quite letting you know that. Like you right. kind of like you're saying, you think like he's probably in on it. It would be stupid if he did it. Oh, he did it, but like but like the whole it, time he's really good because he's kind of he's it wasn't like boring. Even, it would be stupid if he did it. It was like I, that didn't occur to me until much later. <laughs> it was more like well, he's got to be in it because there's no other explanation for him to be just like flaunting the law because they keep like you say they're like. 
kind of making it look like maybe he's just really strict. Yeah, yeah. But if you know anything, yeah. then you're like, no, he's just doing it wrong. He's just doing it wrong. Like the the like the the prosecution will like make objections that are like totally wrong, and it'll be like that's good sustained. And Cheryl be like, the sheriff be like, but but your honor, you know, like uh, this is important testimony, like exculpatory de- testimony, and the judge will be like, nope. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. you gotta be kidding me. The but prosecution, by the way, Joe Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Montaigne. Like a really nothing role. This is his, this yeah. is his first case before he prosecuted the lady that fucked that man <laughs> to death. <laughs> she fucked him to she death. She fucked him to death on purpose. Yeah, got away with it. This uh, this must go to fuck. court. This has to go to trial. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, uh, but there's there's a line that John Mahoney has where just this kind of trying to at least at least kind of throw you in different directions so you're not immediately going like this judge is completely incompetent or whatever. But he goes. Uh, this is kind of in the preliminary hearings or whatever. He's like, the death penalty is not an option in the District of Columbia, although some of us think it should be. Yeah. And you're already kind of like, okay, that is, that's a little bit much for a judge to be saying. And he's being fast-tracked. That's pretty he's editorial like, He's like judge. going to be in the circuit court yeah. or something. He's like getting... getting he's getting, he's getting bumped, up bumped up. And I think, is, is it because the, the, was the, was the guy like who killed himself at the beginning... I think he the I judge think, in the circuit court was he a Supreme Court justice? I I was never entirely. Well, clear. I think he's getting bumped up to like the federal bench because of the conspiracy surrounding the murder that we are currently dealing with. Right. Yeah. Right. So he but so there's there's like uh, often some disinterest in his case uh, in in the current case that he's right. judging, and that was kind of I think that was also to throw you off of his scent a right. little because it's like oh he doesn't care. Yeah. About that because just, he's just trying to get it over with. He's like, but he's like getting a promotion, and he's kind of like, I don't care about this trial. It's, yeah, yeah. I, he gets a call. He end. gets a call from like the president at a certain point he, during like, the trial. Gotta, he's like, I gotta, I gotta go, go see the president. This trial is postponed yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I I don't know courtroom uh, jargon. I forget it. This trial later. is postponed. <laughs> this trial is postponed. This trial <laughs> is. We're taking a break. Game off. <laughs> call oh, a timeout on this trial. Car. <laughs> Car. <laughs> I rest my case. Rest your case? Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. That, that was a figure of Case speech. closed. That's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. <laughs> uh, Lionel uh, Hutz would be a better judge than this guy. That's fine. The box was empty. <laughs> uh, oh, meanwhile, Dennis Quaid is in this movie. Okay, yeah, that's right. As technically right. technically as the second lead, but like just just bafflingly in this movie. So Dennis Quaid is a lobbyist for the dairy industry, yeah. and he's trying to get this bill passed. And in order to do it, he like cozies up to this lady senator, or is she a congresswoman? I guess it doesn't matter. Politi- a politician. She's a lady kinds. politician, and he actually like seduces her, yeah. so that he can get her vote. He sleeps with her in committee to get the bill forward, and he does. And he totally, he totally bangs her. He's real good in the sack. Yeah, and uh, and it's very weird and kind of creepy. But he has like an immediate crisis of conscience, and it's weird too because the bill he's trying to get sailed through committee or Congress or whatever is like free milk for school children and so he bones this congresswoman to get free milk for school children it works and then he's like i don't feel good about that (laughs) (laughs) but they're gonna get free milk for school children now come on his character makes very little sense i didn't understand the care i didn't even pick up that he had a crisis of conscience yeah that's the whole it's because motivation for his character i just assumed he was doing this research because he was in on the because they were positioning him as one of the bad guys no it's because he he immediately first of all he um 
you know, he's this like slick lobbyist who's like a jet setter. You know, he's like constantly on the go and he gets called in for jury duty. And he's trying to get out of it because he, he does. He's like, I don't have time for this. You know, like, this one, is, he's talking to one of his friends. And the friend, <laughs> this will give you an idea of the company that he rolls in. His friend goes, what are you, an immigrant? Yeah. Nobody has, <laughs> nobody has jury duty. Next thing you're going to tell me you vote. Yeah. Like, yeah. whoa. Oh, that's like that's like bags. some of that funny stuff where it's like, oh, boy, wow, well, really sticking it to. And, uh, and I feel really like, sticking it to politics there. Yeah, he's, he's well, I feel fucking, like they're trying to do. These cynical bastards they, they keep, in charge of Washington. There's a motif in this movie of, of power being disproportionately bent towards the rich and, and, you know, the elite. And it's not servicing the poor. You know, yeah. like people who need the work of politicians, lobbyists, lawyers are not getting what they need. No. From the system, like yeah. the like the homeless guy who's on trial for like exactly for, like that guy, like exactly like that guy. Yeah, it's like, hard to imagine. Proportionally favors the wealthy. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that things were like that back in those days. Back in the mm, back boy. in the Reagan eighties, we, we fixed the, the shit out of that. I, I thought we fixed it. Yeah, it's, it's going pretty. It's great all been now. fixed now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no problems like that now. This is un, this movie is non relatable at all. <laughs> nope. To twenty twenty, <laughs> and he winds up like on another the jury. Planet. Dennis Quaid winds up on the jury, and he already suspects that this is like kangaroo court it's like a show trial and he's doing his own investigations and yeah. he's making points that uh, he actually calls share with like some info inside information and he's like you know he, he, she already she draws the line really quick like you can't talk to me you're in, on the jury this is like the fucking worst thing you can do yeah and then immediately john, john mahoney like sees him talking to her the first time and is immediately like that's like one of the subplots he's suspicious yeah. john mahoney's suspicious of the relationship between the two and he's always there whenever they're <laughs> talking he's always there and you and you're going like John Mahoney is the judge, and he's like, "This is untoward." Yeah, yeah. It's but not it turns toward. out he's got a whole other reason. It's not toward at all. It's no. not toward. It's at least unethical. It's not even remotely toward. Not ethical, and it's not toward. No, it's toward. It's toward bad. It's toward unethical. It's toward poor ethics. It's is what it's toward. Ethics, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but My heart's but like, what's toward here. But he ha- he has one part where like he's he's watching this case, and he and he makes a, a discovery or a, a point that he she makes, really should have noticed. Well, Dennis Quaid makes the most important discovery in this movie. Which I mean, yeah, Cher might have been one to notice it, but more the police, uh, right? You which mean is the car? which is that the dead woman's car <laughs> was parked. This is very ha- has strange. been parked at a police impound lot and just not inspected. No, it's not even at the police impound lot. Or no, it's, it's just right. in it's the parking, parking lot. The parking it's still lot. the parking lot, though. So the police so haven't weird. impounded it. They haven't, it's but so they weird. know it's there because the guy, the parking lot attendant, Michael Beach, who played Al Boulay, Jeannie yep. Boulay's husband on ER. Yep. Anyway. He know because he's spoken to the cops. The cops know the car is there, but they haven't checked it out, picked it up, investigated it, looked inside at all. <laughs> don't it go, has, hey, Cher, Don't go look at that car. Doesn't that it have, is just doesn't right it have there in the parking tape, lot. It has like police tape around it or something. No, I but the, reason, that. the reason no. that they know about the car is part of the reason that Neeson is been arrest, has been arrested in the first place because they saw him staking out her car to like maybe break into it. Yeah, he, before the murder, he didn't. He did break into it and like slept in it, and the guy chased the par- parking lot attendant chased him chased off. him out, and he so, came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there's like massive exculpatory evidence in the car that nobody has looked for. Dennis Quaid goes there once, twice. Then Cher goes there. <laughs> Finally, in the to rain. get the fucking tape out of the car in the rain. My favorite part like, of this—it's just like the biggest piece of evidence in the world—is yes. just right there in the fucking it's, car. It's, I mean, let's just so, say what it is. It's the judge who killed himself, the justice yeah. who killed himself at the beginning of the movie, Johnny making Shotgun. a recording, talking about how we be, before he was a Supreme Court justice, the early part of his career, he helped rig this famous civil rights case in favor of like not the in favor of the plaintiff. You yes. know, like basically railroaded a bunch of people and got all of these white judges like. Boot 
boosts in their careers, made his career, and he felt guilty about it. And that's when he had found he'd been found out by this young woman. Yes. That's why he committed suicide. And he gave her the tape. And he gave her the tape. Like, you should do... You sh- he like Do with was, this whatever you want. He was, want. like, doing the right thing. Yeah. Although, killing Finally. himself was probably a step too far, but right. whatever. But know. he was basically, like, you know, trying to absolve his conscience, yeah. and so that's what was going on. And that's why she was murdered for, for, that, for that evidence. Although, apparently, the people who murdered her didn't even check on the fucking car either. <laughs> uh, like, they just thought she knew, and they're like, well... well she's gotta go. The car but, thing is odd. It's amazing. My it's favorite so part is at the end of this sort of sequence of events where Cher finally gets the tape, she breaks into the car in a pouring rainstorm <laughs> and then leaves the car with the rain just pouring into it. So you've now contaminated the crime scene. <laughs> so even if, the, even if this evidence were to come to light now... Which it does in another completely preposterous way later, but it would be inadmissible. The, and, and while she's in the car, while she's in the car, like the attendant comes up to her and goes, "Hey, get out, get out of there!" And she goes, "She and goes, she's like, sorry, sorry." She go, he goes, "Hey, get out of there!" She goes, "Oh, uh, I was her friend." Oh yeah, and he's yeah, like, and whatever. He's like, whatever. And he's like, okay, and she and she scampers away with the yeah, and oh. she's and she's broken into the car too. She like smashed yeah. the window to get in, so it's not like she like. <laughs> She like had a, found a key or got in some. She like broke the window to get so in. weird. But yeah, the only reason she knows about the car is because Dennis Quaid tracks down the car. Yeah, and uh, he's doing all this investigative he's work doing for all this her, sleuthing. which he shouldn't be. Actually, my favorite scene. Well, in the she movie, doesn't have a private investigator anymore because he got his face chopped off. My favorite. My favorite scene in the movie is actually that scene where they're at the law library. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a really well done like sus- suspense yeah, scene. That's, that's the, one of the highlights. Like, of the movie. it actually yeah. got me on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, are they gonna find out? Because then, because they're at the she she Dennis Quaid is helping her. Find, they're looking up these old cases by these judges because at this point they figured out oh it has something to do with these old cases so they're looking she's looking through all of his cases from the 60s and so I have to pull out all these old law books and Dennis Quaid is helping her yeah you know and it's kind of the setup's kind of dumb because they she's she should be like you sh- you can help me but not in this way because you sh- we shouldn't be in the same place together right. <laughs> but you know whatever anyway it sets up this good scene where it's and it's, there's no there's pretty much no dialogue where she's looking up these things Dennis Quaid he's she sent her to him to go get some other books John Mahoney comes in he's across the room and of course he's just looking he's at always, law books he's too he's always there but it's really good because at this point that you don't know like he's something the killer I don't think he would be doing but what do I know <laughs> you know I don't know but you know he's just there looking at stuff because he's a judge so he's looking up what law, he's, law, like, law he's looking at law porno people. he's looking at like law porn. <laughs> Oh, all the best pornos at, at the law library. I mean, maybe. You think he'd have an assistant who would bring him that stuff. Right, His exactly. porno is Whatever. so good. Like I said, the setup itself is like maybe stupid, but the, the the whole scene is played out really well. Like it's all silent and like Cher sees him across the room. Meanwhile, Dennis Quaid is upstairs. He doesn't know he's there. And yeah. the whole time you're thinking, are they going to get caught? And John Mahoney kind of looks over and see, glances like, is that her? Oh, that is her. And she's kind of not looking at him. And, and then he sees Dennis Quaid come down. He's like, oh, so this is something is going but on here. But she's clocked John Mahoney and knows yep. that John Mahoney's watching, so she kind of gives Dennis Quaid like this. She's tapping, she's her, like tapping her pencil. Tapping her pencil really, really she, loudly she, on the on this pad. And, and she's written dri- down like she's drawn like Judge over there. John Mahoney. Yeah. And, and, Frazier's dad. Frazier's and, and, dad and, over and there. Dennis Quaid just is walking by with this book open like and pretends to just to just like walk past her. And John Mahoney goes, Oh, it's so it's like it's preposterous, but I actually thought this it was a really effective scene. I love a movie that I felt was like this where it's just all like slight eye movements. Yeah. But it's really well shot and edited where you're just like it's just people glancing around and that's about it. And it's like pretty great. It's pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, who was the director of this again? Peter, I Peter Yates. He did Bullet. Yates, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he did Breaking Away, also with Dennis Quaid. Oh wow. Uh, anyway, there. Okay, so at this point in the movie, well, we've we've jumped back and forth a little bit, but uh, you get the idea. Something something incredibly <laughs> boring takes place, <laughs> like sort of smack in the like the like where the movie should be like really going into its like big climactic sequences. Uh-huh. 
which is, first of all, uh, nobody cares what happened to Liam Neeson. He's just rotting in jail the whole time. Like, <laughs> like occasionally we'll go back and visit him when he's miserable in jail. And you see like, him in court. You see him in court, yeah. And he ain't talking. Yeah, they're, no, they're, in, in court they've got this. <laughs> he just looks sad. They've he, got this computer translator thing. Yeah, this is cy- it's a cyber trial. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. So, like, the the... the, the, the the counselors, the lawyers, and stuff will like read. They'll say what they'll say what they say, and it gets like translated. Gets typed into the computer, in, and then he writes in. it with, and then a, he with writes like it on a like stylus. a pad. Yeah, well, that's yeah. when he's on the stand. Yeah, that's when he's on the stand. Trial. But he can he can read everything anyone's saying on the on this computer. Cyber trial. That's it's a cyber trial in Transformers but the, the movie. Uh, but the really boring part is that like because because the judge keeps seeing. John Mahoney and Dennis Quaid, he decides to sequester the jury. So now the, the part where Dennis Quaid goes around like doing exciting shit, that doesn't happen anymore. He's just no. in a hotel room now for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yep. But he has to, uh, he has to uh, stage a fire alarm so yeah. he can go out and make another call to Cher and yeah. stuff. So it's he can like make a phone call. Extra clandestine. But that's why Cher has to go smash the car window and steal the tape. Yeah, and there's yep. a whole scene too where like you think that Michael has called her but then it was actually Dennis Quaid uh-huh. who like tricked her into meeting her, and this is before she kind of trusts him. But then Michael does show Michael up, is and, there, and, and he slashes. He slashes at her, but he slashes Dennis Quaid instead. Yeah. And then Dennis Quaid uh, figures hunts hunts down he because he's doing it's it's like a separate movie where he's doing this investigation, but he finds you know he finds out where Michael is by these train tracks or whatever, yeah. and he finds him, and he's been and he's been murdered Somebody too. Murder, so yeah, murder oh, so very heinously yeah. slashed open throat. Oh, his yeah. throat because the girl at the beginning, her throat is slashed, but it's like a dainty slash. It's a like dainty a dainty lady. Ooh, like you know, she's throat she's slashing. a corpse, and so it's like oh that's. But well, it's I, like, bet, I bet oh, this guy put up dead. a bit more of a fight. <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's just really slash that. It's throat. just funny how slash this guy sort of is. It's like Pac-Man. I like or how I like yeah. how uh, John Mahoney just like totally got the drop Seriously? on this fucking this is, psycho. This is John Mahoney doing these killings, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this uh, this guy, he's probably a fifty-five-year-old yeah. judge. Is that a bald hair. cap or is that what his real hair is like? I is think he, that's his it, real hair. Is it usually so when he's not that's fake? Is that a wig in Fraser? Because yeah, Fraser wearing a wig in Fraser. I wish I knew more about John Mahoney's hair. I thought this. I thought the same. thing. I was like, which one's the real John Mahoney? Yeah, I was like, oh, anybody knows, and because he's got. Hair, he's got hair and say anything, he's got hair which and is like yeah. the same year as this, I think, or yeah. the or the year after. Great year for John Mahoney. I think I think this is fake. I think he had hair. I think this is fake too because it looks it looked well. I don't know if it they, it's fake, to make but. him look sinister. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know you're supposed to. There's a bunch I, of like white-haired old men in this, that, and yeah. you and you're not supposed to ever trust any of them, right? But no. the movie also, it's the movie's also kind of. It's like kind it's of. The it's only kind of, of an, of an Ashley Judd movie where the old people, old men, are the only men you can yeah. trust. Oh well, we'll get don't there. trust the young ones. Uh, but um, so what? At what point do we? What point did this movie start to really point you toward like? Oh, it's the other judge. That he's covering she's, she, for. It's, well, it's when, when they're of... studying, when they're going through the cases, and then she goes, she like find when she hears the tape, then she goes to John Mahoney's house because she's going to tell him something. Right. And that other judge that other dude is there, shows up. That's and he's right. like, "Oh, I need to um go to the bathroom." And you're like, and she's then she sees him and goes like, "Oh, I need to uh, leave." And then that guy's like, "I also uh need, need to, to um I was leave. only here to get directions on how to get away from him. <laughs> so... I also must leave, go home for sleep." <laughs> so like you're, you're like so but you're like oh it's that guy and then you're like wait how much time is left in this movie it's not that guy it's a very it's a very half-hearted red herring yeah um, but uh, yeah and she's also just doing some straight up research uh, procedural stuff where she's going through books by the uh, way and like we... pointing at passages in yeah, yeah. like transcripts and stuff and she plays the this tape. is how she finds out she plays the tape for her and her her associate played by uh, Fred Melamed yep. a serious man who serious I did man. not recognize until Kevin told me who it was I well, just assumed it was 
was a guy they hired to look exactly like Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> it's just how that guy looked then. Yeah. It's and this is too. 30 years ago. He looks exactly the same now. He looks old now. He just looks like, older, but he's like, like gray. He looks, it's but he amazing. Looked, he, he looks exactly like Francis Ford Coppola yeah. in this movie. If, guy, he, if he had on, mentioned uh, the Jolly Roger, I would have known who he was. The Jolly Roger is eminently habitable. habitable. <laughs> That guy is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And is on uh, Lady Dynamite, if you haven't seen that. Oh, Maria yeah, Bamford yeah. show is fucking hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, it's, it's funny, too, because this was, you know, he was, that's was one of those, he's one of those actors who, like, he's been acting since then or yeah. before then. And, like, just, and, you know, just now in the he's last probably, decade has sort of blown up because of Serious Man and stuff. But you're like, this guy, this him playing yeah. like a Coppola lookalike. He's probably in his, in his what, mid 30s in this movie? Yeah. He still looks like he's 57. <laughs> Great. He just like is one of those guys that just as soon as he was like twenty looked fifty. There was a thing in, in this movie too where like uh, Ebert pointed out in his review of it where like how like it's sort of about these transient people like it's about the homeless guy on trial like he doesn't have a home. Cher basically lives out of her office. She she's only there. You don't see these people at home really ever. Dennis Quaid doesn't really have a home. You know he's like. In Ebert's review, he points out like how he sleeps with that congresswoman, and he's like, it's not clear if he's sleeping with her to like get her to vote to get her vote, or actually because he maybe needs a place to stay just yeah. for the just you for know? a bed. I thought it was his place that he took her to. No, it's her place. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like at her hotel room. It was anyway. It was an interesting thing that after I watched the movie, I was like, okay, yeah. It was like that kind of thing after the movie was over. Yeah. I was like finding it slightly more interesting, but also like they didn't really. There's but nobody they would John, dive into. There's that, that really. scene where John Mahoney sleeps on his desk in the middle of the trial. <laughs> yeah, excuse. Me, I gotta get a, I gotta get forty winks. He like come, he comes out from under his, under the bench. He's got a banana peel on the top of his head. No, we do see. No, his. He's got a sleeping cap on. <laughs> we, we do see his I house. I can't sleep she, a wink without this cap on. She goes to his house, which is like a mansion. Yeah. So she goes yeah, to Mahoney's house. Yeah, that's yeah, where she, that's sees, where she the sees the other judge. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah, a dinner yeah, party. It's a soiree. So, so anyway, rich versus poor. You know. It's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. You know, she's, definitely there. You know, there's there's <laughs> the whole movie. There's there's like that stuff is there. Yeah. But you know, and it's funny because Peter Yates, because you bring up breaking breaking away, which is the that's the whole movie is about that. Yeah, but he doesn't. That, that's it doesn't really. This isn't really about. So, anyways, anything. like it, it kind of like starts to go into the climax after the party because that guy, like the the, the red herring politician guy yeah. is like looking at Cher and you're kind of like ooh he might be the bad guy and now he knows that she knows and then uh, she, she gets stalked around yeah. in kind of like a municipal building uh, mm-hmm. by a shadowy figure you never yeah. see who the shadowy figure turns out it's 50, 58 year old elderly <laughs> judge John Mahoney who slashes people's fucking throats <laughs> just slashes them open multiple murderer and anyways he's, he's chasing you don't know around. this while he's chasing around he's chasing it's around. another, another well executed scene right? yeah, she yes. cuts him yeah. and he does a terrible job dressing this wound this is no. This is like on a break between in the trial, right? Yeah. Did we? Is this is this between? <laughs> it's like we're gonna take a fifteen, and I'm going to stalk a woman through darkened hallways, and then we'll come back and finish. I up thought it was this right. night. Is this before or it after is the Liam? Because they put Liam Neeson on the stand finally. Yeah, and he like he like has sort of a breakdown, but because the, they're they're pressing him about all this stuff, and he's speaking through like a computer or a style. He writes things on a stylus, and then the translator is like reading reading back his answers, yeah. and it's like yes, no, mostly, but he's like kind of like. And then he doesn't he finally get a word out. He finally goes like they're like did you. You killed it, you know. Shares like, like actually, share kind of at this point is like I don't know if he did or not, mm-hmm. which is weird because you're like I think he clearly he didn't he do didn't it. do it. But uh, uh, then she, he like kind of goes like no no he like yeah, sque- did you, squeezes did you out kill him and he goes no 
sure. And, and like Sharon, it's, it's very Sharon dramatic. Does like, a, does like a whole thing where you can sort of, it's like a whole speech. I didn't write it down, but where it's just about how like, he's a de- transient de- right. degenerate. And uh, and why why couldn't you get off the Open streets? Why couldn't you? He's, she's she's kind of like, uh, she's like, she's like going like, why couldn't you get a job? And why couldn't you yeah, like yeah. She's clean to, up your she's life? trying to get him to like come out of his shell yeah. and like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the whole, that like the whole, they talk about that a lot in the case is like, this guy is not just some homeless scum. You know what right. I mean? Like they talk. They have like the whole point is they have to get people to see him for a as a person instead yeah, of right, like, right. It's gotta you know? stop attacking people. Did so you much. kill? Did you kill anybody? Have you killed anybody? Yes. It's like in Vietnam. Would you kill in Vietnam? What? Why did you do it? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. You know, because the war was crazy. So like you know, there's there's kind of almost there's something, an attempt. At there's almost something here, here really in this movie, but it doesn't. work. It keeps forgetting about it because it's like, oh shit, we gotta be a thriller. <laughs> yeah, and the thriller stuff is fine too. I mean, I'm glad it's because it's more exciting than the courtroom stuff, but it is like uh, also. Still Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, ultimately, when, like, who, who read this script and was like, sure. I mean, like, <laughs> that's the thing is, like, I never, I didn't, I did not see the twist coming, but I didn't expect that they would go that far because it's so dumb. Yeah, let's you're get, like, because they, it just ends with, like, she's in the courtroom. Well, let's, let's, like, let's, let's do the end. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're at. We're here. Yeah. So, but Cher, she's so like, you gets, did it, Judge. Cher gets stalked <laughs> by, the, by the mystery guy, slashes his arm. And then it, then they go back to, and then it, like minutes later they're back in the courtroom. Scene, they're back in the courtroom. She's like, "Whoa, that was that was pretty scary. Hell of a and, hell of a lunch break." John Mahoney's there. He's ready to call. He's ready to call this and a this mistrial. Is he, this he's is like, "I don't want." Well, no, yeah. no, no. She starts to say, "Oh, that's like, right. This is the money. This is the money line of the whole she, and, and, movie." And this, at this point, the other judge who uh, was in the other scenes, the red herring, is has, there. And he and John Mahoney's like, "Why is he here?" And she's like, "I called him to be here." Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Your "Why?" Honor, and this is it, Your Honor. We call your honor to the stand. <laughs> and you go, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is the meaning of this? I can't come. No, no, no. He, starts, no, 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 no. he starts calling it. This is a mistrial. Like, this is a mistrial. mistrial. Okay. I love when he order, does that. Order. I love when he starts frantically declaring a mistrial uh, in this because the whole purpose of the murderer in the first place was to cover up this conspiracy you know, of silence on the part of these judges. And we have now su- almost successfully framed Liam Neeson yep. for the crime. Yeah. The a, a guy worst can't even talk. The worst possible thing you could do right now is get him retried, uh-huh. right? By, so, a, by someone by else, by a different judge. So maybe don't declare a mistrial. I mean, at this point, he's caught, but still, it's like this isn't going to help you, man. It's really but, funny. She but gives us is, but like this isn't even how is he courts caught? work. So like, I don't know. He's like he's this like is literally never happened no, before and never will. He's like in trouble. She's like right. now th- now you're now you're the one that's on trial. I mean, all and he, it's has, he like, could probably I don't get her so. held in contempt at this point and just like move on. But we talk about the part where we so. where we the audience. He's caught because it's hilarious because oh, yeah. he's banging the gavel and he's slamming his fist on the on the table and then like blood starts pouring out from his robe because yeah. he's and he's cut because yeah. he's got a cut right did where she terrible, cut the, did a terrible <gasps> job. Him. What did he slap a band aid on that gash <laughs> and then just like it'll be fine? I didn't have time to go to the hospital, so uh, it's yeah. fine. I don't know. I don't have to. I usually have people do this for me. And she just and she just basically lays out the case, and there's a ton of people. So that I don't know if this this is obviously not how a court works, no. and it's probably gonna be kind of like I don't know. They they don't go this far in the movie because it just sort of ends. Mm-hmm. But you would think that this is sort of like well, that none of that counts. Yeah. Or something. I mean, I mean he gonna, still might get busted. They're gonna have to. There's gonna be have, she have does to have, be another investigation. He might not yes. be a judge anymore, or for a time, but he's still just gonna be at his mansion. Like right. this guy's not going. He to, still might get away with it for all we know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if we just to ends, Liam Neeson? 
Uh, Liam Mason, that's Liam what I Mason said. At the, I made a joke come, at the end. I was like, I was like, she come. He like, he's like happy. He's offered. I'm like, and it's like, okay, bye, back bye, to back your to home homeless. on the streets. No, she <laughs> she goes up to him and she hugs him, and then he like grab. He holds her shoulders with his arms and goes, "Thank you so much, Cher. I can talk again." <laughs> and then they kiss. They kiss, and she's like, "I'm gonna get you a job." They don't kiss, but there is a gross. And she's pregnant with his baby. There's a dumb tag at the end that like made me go, "You," where like Dennis Quaid comes by her office, and he's all like, "Hey, I'm <laughs> just, gonna... I'm in town," and she's like, "She's like, I got work to do." He's like, "Take a lunch break down. He shuts the door, and you hear her going yeah. like, "Oh no, don't put it there," or something. And there was, don't put it there. There was that part. <laughs> I don't remember, where she's like, but I don't have a so... boyfriend. I'm lonely. She actually did. Yeah, she yeah. goes on a little. Yeah, yeah, but they kiss. The it's just no, so no, it's I know. so half fucker in her office. I'm not saying that to justify it. I'm saying. Yeah. That makes it worse because it's like so most of her characterization is like I work too hard and I'm lonely. Yeah, she's like I want kids but I don't have time to have kids or whatever. She's, she's so like, determined. Jesus Christ, it's yeah. like single female lawyer yeah. fighting for her client. But it, it's like that thing that they I think they you know movies have gotten to the point where they f- don't feel like they always have to do this now, but where they like have to like well, there's got to be a romance. Yeah. You know, people aren't gonna you know the whole you people can hear the romance. old school Hollywood people producers going like Are they gonna kiss romance? When yeah. are the two attractive actors gonna kiss? They need to make. Kiss. Because that movie Titanic come out, he's smoking. Gotta, a, he's gotta smoking have a romance a now. Fucking five five inch thick cigar, going like, why aren't they kissing? Yet? I want to see him kissing. I ain't, why is, I ain't why seen is Dennis Quaid, <laughs> baby Herman. <laughs> It's like an old school, old timey Hollywood studio heads. Why aren't they kissing yet? You ain't got nothing unless you see those gorgeous people making out. I want to see them smashing their fucking faces. You know what was a hit? Casablanca. They kissed a lot. Kissing in that a, movie. Most of that movie's kissing. I tell it's you. all just kissing. You ever see that you movie called it Casablanca? <laughs> that movie's one big jerk off session. I tell you. Anyway, speaking of, blunt, speaking of jerking off, I'm done here. Let's. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Yes. I'm dying. That got that escalated. <laughs> I'm dying. Louis B. Mayer, everybody. Uh, what that else? is yeah, actually any, a spot on Louis B. Mayer. Yeah, any quotes? <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is Michael who is uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. He's cuckoo um, This is when he's like holding his. Um, this is you get Michael's whole agenda. <laughs> he gives this is, it, why, he, this is why it might not have been great testimony if they actually did get him into the trial. But this is when you find out Michael's deal. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy with the tattoo that says Jesus saves. Holding a knife to share. The guy who slashed the, de- the detective. God is angry with the wicked. Why did you send the black devil for me? He, she's the, the investigator that gets slashed in the eyes of black man. Why did you send the black devil for me? Carl has already been... Carl is Liam Neeson. Carl has already been judged by the mighty hand, which struck him deaf and dumb. Only the Lord Jesus can take a soul. I saw the angel of death. I watched her die. She gave me a message from the almighty, a key to the kingdom. The innocent shall know the glory of heaven. And there's like a key involved. Too. I like how he, I mean, he that, has uh, he has a key and then like that's a Dennis Quaid finds it later there's a key yeah. to like a some some files or something. I like how he describes John Mahoney as the angel of death. Yeah. You know the best part of <laughs> the best part of this though is at the end when they haul John Mahoney out the jail and it goes, "Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> salads and scrambled eggs. eggs all over my face. What, what is, what a, is boy a boy to do? do? What are we going to do, Fraser? Quite stylish. Quite stylish." <laughs> Niles, I'm sure I don't know. Oh, now really, for God's sakes, Niles. Well, who's going to take Eddie? I surely can't oh, have him. Oh, really, Niles. He's not hyper-allergenic. Oh, for God's sakes, Niles. Oh, for God's sakes, Niles. And then Eddie pees on him. Maris will die if I bring Eddie home. Maris? <laughs> Maris? Oh, now really, Niles. <laughs> I'm going to f- mull over what we're going to do about that over did you this ever nice watch bottle a, of Keontae. Did you ever watch that show Boss? <laughs> no. Uh, Where Kelsey Grammer oh, was, the, sakes, was the mayor of Chicago? 
And he has Lewy body syndrome, which is like this debilitating neurological disorder that causes you to have like seizures and like hallucinations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like the episodes would always end with like, you know, he's, he's, he's like this grafting politician who's like this surviving politician who's like done every bad thing in the book. And like the episodes would end with him in the deep throes of his crisis of conscience, usually like looking in the mirror or have about to have a seizure, like, Jeez. you know, something like that. And it would just, every time the episode would end, I would be like, Hey baby, I could not stop myself from doing this every single, I think it was the only reason I watched the show was because that amused me so much. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, this is wait, any more quotes. This is one more. This is when Cher is kind of like talk, talk, laying out Carl, uh, Liam Neeson's, uh, whole situation she's kind of you know this is a little bit more of that commentary that they never quite follow through with cal anderson is the american nightmare he's one of the nameless faceless derelicts that wander aimlessly through the streets of our country every day by the thousands Chill and that's what it was out. like in the 80s if you, can, if you can possibly out. imagine if you can imagine there being a huge homeless population in a major metropolitan city in the it, that was what the it's 80s good. was it's like. It's really good that we fixed that. Problem. We fixed it. It's done. <laughs> it's fixed. That is not a problem. <laughs> and not Spe- but, particularly not in Seattle. No. At no. The, no right, at Seattle's, this moment, right Seattle's now. doing great. Yeah. There's not not a uh, not a problem. Not a problem it. at all. No, and nothing. there's very little sleaze in this movie. But there's one line, just another one of Quaid's buddies, to give you an idea of the, just the sleazy circles that he runs in, where he's talking about whatever his po- political thing is that he's working on. His support is drying up quicker than an old whore. Yeah. Like, oh man, yeah. these politics people yeah they're real real gross yeah so that's suspect uh, Suspect. ratings i'm gonna give this three juds yeah i enjoyed it Uh, for all the reasons that we've already stated i found the twist ridiculous i love it when the legal technicality stuff is just bullshit i love that yeah makes me very happy uh i thought mahoney was funny uh shares good Shares good. You know, I was just, I was just into this. It, this was like, this is like my idea of what, wh- what I like about these movies is like, all the things that they do wrong and all the things that they get right and their stupid attempts at subtext and all that stuff. This, this had it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it is very slow and very dry. And and it's not sleazy at all. Yeah, and uh, really? I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it one Douglas, and I'm only giving it the one Douglas for the ooky uh, congresswoman bang. Yeah, you know, I thought that was. Uh, but they don't show no, that. No, they don't really, show it. It's yeah. not like nudity or anything. It was just no. Sort of that's like, actually a stinger. After the credits, they go back and like, show it. <laughs> she's still there. It's really hardcore. She's just, she's just panting on the floor when Dennis Quaid comes over. <laughs> Awful. No, I just thought that that was like just kind of like ew. Uh, mm-hmm. So one Douglas for that, and I'm gonna give it. Oh man, what am I gonna give it? I'm. Gonna, I mean, I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. The fucking judge did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we call the we call your honor, your honor. We call your honor to the to the stand. I mean, that's the only reason that that it ends that way is because someone, some person writing the script came up with that line and was like, or like the your honor. We call because that's a funny like, line. Yeah, I mean, it could have been something that was changed, you know, after this. It's totally yeah, like, or, you know, this is Eric Roth wrote this, who's like a very successful screenwriter, has sure. written many a movie that we both, many movies that you like and don't like. I mean, uh, he wrote Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump which mm. I'm a fan of, but many people are not. He wrote The Insider, a great movie. Mm. Uh, so he's, he's written a lot of di- yeah. very diverse stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess he could have, I mean, I guess he wrote that line. This- and this doesn't feel to me like a movie that needed to go to a place where it's no. like, and then the judge. Did but it. I, but I mean, just that. But just that line. Yeah, we, your, your honor. honor we, we call your, your honor. honor is it's the like best a and worst movie. line in the whole movie. Yeah, it's funny. It's I mean, the, whole, it, it, the it, whole thing. It's the kind of movie too, where like up to the sort of that point, like 
you know, it's that where like they've pointed the they pointed in so many directions that you could it could be that other sure, guy. Yeah, it could be Liam Neeson. Right, kind of. They could somehow have it be like could it's, been, it's well, a Michael. Well, that, that twist happens in, an, in another one of the movies that we're going to talk. I about. Was, yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that the more interesting version of this movie that would sort of make it all click would be that it was Michael, and it was random. Yeah, and. Despite the fact that, yes, this judge had right. given this evidence to this woman, there was no conspiracy. It's just that they railroaded this other homeless guy because he's whatever. homeless. And, and, and there was, but I mean, there was a conspiracy and that gets uncovered, but it has nothing, but it it has actually nothing, has nothing to do, to do with, with the this. murder. Yeah. yeah. Could be That's, I'm, I am willing to bet money that that is what was the, that was how this script originally was conceived. And in order to get it made and finished, yeah. that, that is like a big studio note is like, what if it's the judge? Well, because also like <laughs> once you make it, what if it's the judge? You have the chase scene through the through right. the, the municipal building. This judge seems exactly. like an asshole. What if he was in on it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What if That's he did? Probably it? right. Anyway, and I'm glad that they did. Frankly, yeah, me yeah, too. Because yeah. I I also give this uh, this movie three juds. It's just like a quintessential three jud movie. It's just it gets it's doing what it wants to do, and that's it. Yeah. Not much. Not much over that. Share is great. Um. John Mahoney's uh, uh, great. It's just it, that the whole, that arc is fun. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, two fucking throats slashed by a judge, <laughs> by a 59 year old judge. No Douglases. No Douglases. How many oh, Douglases? Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Douglas is zero. Okay. It's just just no sleaze at all. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm I'm going lower. I'm going two and a half Juds, mm. which uh, I just it's because I'm more bored by. It I found it more boring. I wish I like I like. Like talking about it was more entertaining than watching it. I found it. I found it. Wish it was more entertaining. Just yeah. sort of like give me something. Give me some zazz or something. Yeah, a little bit of zazz. Zazz it up. <laughs> give a me bit. a little hey I mean, hey. They yeah, gave I, me some. They gave me some zazz. I want a little of that. Yeah. Uh, and they do. And, and it has razzle dazzle. Yeah. You know, I like and I like the stuff I liked about it is all the stuff we talked about. You know, like yeah. the ending was funny and uh, shares shares great. Um, yeah, I just I just kind of was I was just a little bored with it. Uh, zero Douglases. Yeah. Um, zero Douglases and. Uh, Wait, what did you say? Two, two, two throats slashed by a judge. One, one turkey hunting shotgun suicide. <laughs> What's that, Mr. Shotgun? You say I should suck on you? Mm. Jesus Christ. All right. But he goes, he has a, the judge has that line. He's like, Honest Abe used to shoot turkeys right over on that lawn. <laughs> yep. And I was like, What's turkey's code for? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, honest Abe. Honest Abe would have never lied about what he was shooting. It was turkeys. <laughs> he, he never lied a day in his never life. Lied a, never lied once. Uh, okay. Well, moving on to the movie. Speaking of, speaking of never lied once, there's a character <laughs> in this who uh, is the opposite of that. <laughs> I've lived off of women all my life. It's my talent, getting women to do what I want them to do. Bartender? This one's on her. He was charming. Listen, he's gorgeous. He can't take his eyes off you. He was wealthy. Was your wife rich? Very. So you stand to inherit a great deal of money. And I've earned every penny. He was a real lady killer. God put too damn many attractive women on this earth. Hasn't anyone ever said no to you before? My wife said no just before I threw her out the window. We're dealing here with a case of cold-blooded murder for profit. <laughs> find it amusing being charged with murder? I want you to defend me. He's a slimy son of a bitch. But the question is, is he a murderer? We need to get one thing very clear. I did not murder anybody. The moment she took his case. You know, it's funny. I actually believe you. Liars are seldom as blunt. 
1993's Guilty as Sin. I, I love this one. I really liked yeah, this yeah, movie. It's really fun. Guilty as in. Guilty as in. Guilty Rebecca as in. Rebecca Mornay plays a, uh, def- a defense attorney, a criminal defense attorney. A hot shot. Hot mm-hmm. shot criminal defense attorney. On the top of her game. Mm. If we, we, we are introduced to her as she is uh, uh, getting uh, this mob boss acquitted. Of uh, actually, she doesn't actually get him acquitted. She gets the government to drop the charges against the mob boss, and they've got him cold. Oh yeah, because they have discovered that uh, there's exculpatory evidence that uh, relates to uh, an undercover informant, a cop in the mob boss's organization, and so she manages to convince the DA to drop all the charges so that they don't reveal the identity. Of the mole. Yes. It's classic, like, uh, classic lawyers are scum type of thing. Yeah. You know, like, lawyers are getting these monsters out on the street. Uh, and these these are the real... This movie has a... Uh, is, is fun and sleazy in, in ways, but is also, a, like, a fable. Yeah. It's like a moralistic story. Oh, yeah. It's a... And, and like, part, and a part of, like, everything else that happens, I think, is essentially penance for, for yeah. getting this. Because well, this mean, guy is, like, a murderer. There's He's no... Killed, there's like, no mystery. There's no, this isn't a mystery. No. This, no, is, no, no. this is a movie about... About these characters and their moral crisis. It's still a thriller, though. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, it operates, the mystery is how is she going to get out of it. It this? operates yeah, yeah. on you the exact same level as like these thrillers always sure. do, except you already know. Right. It's, it's not, sort of. It's, it's almost like a, it. it's almost like a Columbo. Yeah. Like a little yeah. bit, you know, because Columbo, you know, you always know you you see the murder, and right. then it's and then it's how is Columbo going to get this guy? Yeah. You know, is he's gonna. But it's like it's like a similar type thing to that, except you're like, how is well, Demornay gonna get out moral, of this fucking situation? The moral she crisis. Doesn't. The moral yeah. crisis in this movie is that she knows he's bad. She's despite despite the pre- the early presentation, she's not the kind of person who is like, I don't care that he's a murderer. Yeah. She uh she's terrified of him because he's psycho. He's a psycho and is obsessed with her. But so she's the only person who can. Get justice. And since you yeah. just described him, can we talk about how great Don Johnson is yeah. in this movie? He's so good in Don this movie. Don Johnson fucking as love it. Lewis Cipher. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's so good in this, this movie. movie he's great. This is not a supernatural movie, but it's the closest to like right. an actual like Satan being in a movie without actually being Satan. Yeah, yeah. And it, but I mean, all I think all the stuff he does Don basi- Johnson, basically works. I, I don't never, think it's like super. It doesn't like. I'd never but, thought anything about Don Johnson before. I wasn't like I don't oh, really? like Don Johnson. I do like it. Was just sort of like Don Johnson. And then this one, Don Johnson is fucking he's awesome. awesome. In it, yeah. I've been digging his like his like uh, career recently, Me where too, he's yeah. kind of come back. Like Tarantino's put him in some stuff, and then I loved him in Knives Out. He's and, great in oh, Drive Across Concrete. He's mm. great. Yeah, yeah, he's great in Drive. He's like uh, he's just you know, always at best. He's just fine. I was like, yeah, Don Johnson. He's, he's just, doing his job. He's just a guy who I've I've like come to like a lot more. And like you know, I mean, you go back to the '80s, and it was like I think he was. Like this is such a good performance because you look at him from Miami Vice and he was sort of just this hot guy and then even his like vanity projects you're kind of like la- mm. are laughable like Heartbeat which oh, is oh, man. which by the way if, if anybody if, listening yeah. has not seen Heartbeat fucking I think the whole it's, thing I might be on, on YouTube, YouTube or something if you are within the sounds of our voices oh my God. you must see I'm going Don out Johnson's I'm going out on that song I'm putting that in here it's so good anyway you should look up but like the, in it. the song is the song itself you can find the videos but like it's it's like this it's also got this incredible cast oh my God maybe we maybe we'll do that as a Patreon that would be a good one isn't it like a motion, I love motion picture length. 
It's like it's, over it's 60 like, minutes. It's like yeah. over an hour it's directed long. By, it's directed by a guy who it's worked like a, on Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's got a lot of Miami Vice cast guys in it, like Guzman's in it, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, and Guzman's in this. You know, this, yeah, is yeah. The, this is that period, the 90s, when you could like count on Guzman Reliably to just count on Guzman to show up in a, a New York crime movie. But Don hour Johnson... Hour-long yeah, yeah. vanity project. It's like yeah, a vanity project. It's like a rock opera. It's a concept video to like promote his record. So all the songs are in it. And it's like a non-comedic return of Bruno. It's great. We don't we're not gonna get too yeah. far. Let's not get it. Let's not get too far in the weeds with heartbeat. <laughs> much, much as I'd like to, everybody, look it up. It's so fucking awesome. If you know what we're talking about. Having a death dream. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, and if you and it, but it's and it look, but it looks like an '80s rock video. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, it's like it's like. Uh, it's like Salvador crossed with like a uh, like uh, one night in Bangkok or something. Yeah. You know, it's like wow. unbelievable. It's That's like really weird. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I remember when I found this thing at the store and I was just like, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. So anyway, anyway back anyway, to the movie. But, but like, but like that's how we. That's how you feel about Don Johnson. And then like this is a performance where you're just like, I like I wish give this. I wish this guy had more villain roles because he's so good. Like he's mm-hmm. so good at being this fucking guy who's. The, a real fucking bad guy. Yeah. The most evil man who ever lived. He like is like a guy who's like killing people because he Cause can he likes and it. he likes it and yeah. he and he's and nobody he can fu- like and nobody so can much, fucking stop it. He doesn't yeah. so much specifically like the killing. He likes the the plotting of the killing. Yeah, but he likes he this, likes the yeah. killing. He doesn't and he, mind it. He likes that he's he likes that he is in no way ever going to get caught for this. And the movie. Basically uh-huh. proves that yeah. that like there's no way this guy's ever getting caught. No, for this. he outsmarts her to the very end, um, and, and you know, well, he, we'll get to it. He, but he's so he's so good in it. Um, anyway, I just, we, uh, we, you know, we knew we were gonna get to it, but yeah. he, I, that, it was a real surprise for me because I do like Don Johnson, but like he's been playing these sort of genial. I've been liking him lately because he's sort of like funny or like mm-hmm. you know, in Watchmen he's playing like a, right. oh, you know, he he's often a character who now who like. Oh, it's Don Johnson. He's a nice guy. What's his dark secret or whatever? Right, right. But like, uh, we find out that dark secret pretty quick. <laughs> like this, he's just yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. I thought that this movie, my memory of it, I'd seen it once, probably when it came on cable, like originally. My memory of it was that it was about how she sleeps with her client, and it turns out he's the killer, and mm. it was like an erotic thriller. No, it's not. But even. it's not remotely that. That's a hundred percent what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and then it, it it is pretty quickly not that. Not that, that at like, all. Wow. Okay. And it's great too because there's there is like I guess there is maybe some 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 sexual tension with them in some sure. of the scenes, but I don't. The movie doesn't the really. Beginning. The movie doesn't really dial into that ever and I was kind of happy about that because it was like oh it's, good it even sets up that it's it sort of presents like it's going to go that way because like their first meeting because like he sees her mm-hmm. like, get this mob guy uh, out of out of trouble and like comes to her and is like I'm going to be accused of murdering my wife uh, she got thrown out the window and like he's like an outrageous flirt and yeah. she's kind of like, she's like, you're full of shit, and I don't think I'm going to defend you, but she's kind of still intrigued. She yeah. just thinks he's entertaining, I yeah. think, and just she's just like, this, and she's this guy's so full else. of herself. And so, like later when she goes and talks to her bosses and actually ends up taking the case, it's not because like she wants to prove him innocent. It's because she's like, I just want to fucking do this, this because I am ridiculous. so good, and he is so ridiculous that I'm going to get this. So you, guy out. you think the movie's going to go to a place where they're like fucking, right? But it, but it never does. No, no she's uh, she's the only fucking she does is. Uh, with her, with her, with her boyfriend, boyfriend Stephen Lang, who is a I love bear, it. Who, whose uh, stylist in this movie does is doing him no favors, no favors at all. Stephen Lang, the guy who says uh, "suck your eyeballs out for juju bees" in Avatar, and this is way earlier than that. And he's got like a white guy fro and a mustache, and yeah. you're like, "Who yeah. the fuck is that clown?" <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a like a pedophile uncle. <laughs> 
it's really it's a bizarre style. And and Rebecca De Mornay, after getting this victory, this victory, getting this mass murderer off, walks in, and you, and you're like, who's this guy? Like her brother, or <laughs> right. or some other charity case? And then she starts taking her clothes off, and you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah, she like she like it's rolls weird. in on him, and he's in his office, and he just starts she just starts sucking his dick yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah, and they have lying? sex, and they're eating Chinese food naked or yeah. whatever. I really was, I really was like, who the fuck is this clown? And I was like, Stephen Lang. <laughs> okay, I saw his name in the credits, All and right. I was like, oh, yeah, really? I, I did not. Yeah, I missed it until I was texting you, and you pointed out like if Stephen Lang's got quite the look in this movie. <laughs> I, I was like, oh fuck, that is Stephen Lang. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's unrecognizable. It is an odd choice. Maybe like maybe a, it wasn't as inexplicable at the time that it came out, but like probably this man not. called a dinosaur a coward. <laughs> it's, it's, in, a, in a really tele- bad television show. A terrible terrible television show called I think we've talked Tanova. about it. Tanova. He there's a whole specific breed of dinosaurs that he refers to as cowards. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh he's boy. done better since I the, love he's, he's perfectly fine in this movie. It's he's just, great. It's yeah. just the, I love the, him. I think his, he's great. His performance is his performance is really good in this. It's just that his look is look is very because it's like he's a guy who doesn't have hair like he that. looks like Gene. He looks like a, 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 a svelte. He Gene looks like Shallot. Gene Shout is a tennis instructor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and also uh, rounding out the cast is uh, as her investigator, which is this Fuck one. Yeah, this Jack one's the closest. This one reminded me the most of uh, Jagged Edge, except yeah. they don't sleep together, right? Because you're like, because it is somebody who the whole time, whole time in Jagged Edge, you're like, did he or didn't he do it? And yeah. then like that's kind of a mystery up until the very end and then then this one uh, not early on but at some point it's like he did it and oh, you yeah. kind of and you kind of are like if this guy didn't do it he did something yeah. at least and you start finding out that he did, like we don't know if he did killed this lady he definitely probably killed all these other ladies but uh, Jack Warden is like her investigator in this. He was similar to the uh, what's his name, the um, in Jagged Edge. That was uh, Jack Warden too, was it not? <laughs> no, that's, uh, that was Robert Logia. Logia. But we have seen Robert Jack, Logia, We did yeah, see yeah. Jack Warden in uh, one of the earliest episodes that we did. I can't remember which one. Yeah, he was in the uh, the, presidio. In the Presidio. The Presidio. Yeah, that's I love right. it. Yeah, Jack Warden. I think it was like a similar type of role too. And he's in this great. one, he's like her old. He like he's a re- researcher, but yeah, like yeah. apparently he's been around in her life forever. And he yeah. says it's to the her, same character. It's the same character as Robert. It's the exact same character as Robert Logia in Jagged Edge. He says to her, you know, if your mother hadn't turned me down nine times, I'd be your father. And you're like, that's not how it works, that's a Jack fuck, Warden. That's a fucked up thing to say, yeah. Jack Warden. <laughs> Gross, but, and also, no. Well, I wanted to fuck your mother so bad. But then they I would have just inside your mother. I, t- <laughs> I would have given her such a cream pie. Oh, you, my God. And you would have still, and still you would have been born. I haven't thought about this very much. <laughs> well. <laughs> Problem child two's Jack Warden. Four Douglases for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, Jack Jack Warden just gets his gets, gets that's Randy. You know how it is. He just talks about coming all the time. Yeah, that's that's classic oh, Warden. Yeah, classic Jack Warden. Five guys, Jack Warden, <laughs> Jack cream off pies. Warden. <laughs> what? That was his name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anyways, you get the idea. You get, <laughs> you get, the, idea. You get the idea. Jack Warden is real horny in this movie. <laughs> the movie's mostly about how Jack Warden is horny. Raw dog and Have Jack you seen Warden. That movie that I'm in, Guilty as Sin. That movie is so horny. <laughs> I need to talk about how horny my movies are for a little bit. I'm trying to work on my Jack Warden impression. I was working on it while I was watching it. It's not coming. It's okay. not coming around. Okay. He's got a funny. He's cadence got a distinct, to him. V- distinct cadence and voice. He just kind of talks fast, and he's very delightful. One of my one of my favorite old time characters. Okay, right? he, he's in all. Uh, is Boyd, he in all the Presidents Men? Yes, he yeah, is. 
One of the best parts. There's him not and Marty Balsam. There's not a lot of plot in this movie. No, but there is. I mean, like it, it unfolds. It's just, you know, it's she what starts it is. finding out. Like he starts finding out. She's like, he's not good. There's yeah. a whole scene where she goes to visit him at his house, and he like has a knife, and he's cutting this sandwich and cuts himself and starts. She acting. goes to. She goes to say, I don't want to. I don't want to represent you anymore. And he becomes increasingly more and more unhinged and psychotic mm. during this scene, and great it's scene. great. <laughs> What's he say? You got quotes on the scene? I definitely have that part because that is the part when it's it's just sort of like he already he's not doing a like very it's good. It's already red flags, but then that yeah. scene happens. The first like, thing Uh-oh. that he says to her is just sort of like, "I threw my wife out the window." I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. Well, and he just sort of half-heartedly is kind of like, I'm innocent. People, people just want to throw me away because of my lifestyle. Because I'm a gigolo. I admit to you, I am a, yeah. I'm totally a gigolo. I use women for their money. What does that make me a murderer? And it's all very kind of like, well, okay. But he's got, he's presumably will have money to cover this, and it's an interesting case. And that's, but at no point is the movie trying to go make you think that he's not guilty. Yeah. yeah. And then at a certain point here. Uh, is that is this, this is the when he, this is when he flips out? He's making this bagel sandwich yeah. and he's using a lot of mayonnaise. He, <laughs> I, lo- I love a scene where a person has to in one shot has to make a full sandwich while like delivering yeah, dialogue, yeah. which is what Don Johnson has to do. He has to cut it and he makes this sandwich weird. <laughs> Some business they call this business because you have to the, the concentration. Just imagine you're trying to remember your lines, you're trying to act, and you have to like make a whole sandwich. It's too much mayonnaise. Though. Way too much mayonnaise. It's he puts like eight slices of tomato like, on he, the fucking. He thing. puts a whole jar of this, mayonnaise. On there, I, I'll eat damn near any sandwich, and this sandwich looks fucking inedible. And he's inedible. also getting, he's getting madder and madder while he's making the sandwich. So he's like slapping the meat and the tomatoes onto yeah. the sandwich, like using wet slaps, using a butcher he's knife a butcher or whatever. Knife he's got spread the mayonnaise. Is what am I? Some kind of what am I? Some kind of fucking low life because I take money when it's offered to me. Women do that every day if they're in every day of their pathetic little. Sorry. Women do that every day of their fucking pathetic little lives. Nobody says a goddamn thing. It's perfectly fine, isn't it? Do you want to talk about goddamn women as sex objects? What about men? What about me? They use me. And then they fucking drop me whenever they damn well please. And he's like like flailing his knife around. Is that the point where he like cuts his hand open or something? Because then he cuts himself. After he cuts his hand. And he's just flailing around with a knife. And And at this moment, to her credit, Rebecca DeMorne, like, all right, this isn't fun anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And And he's like blocking her away. And she's like, get out of my way. And he's like, I was never blocking your way in the first place. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, and yeah. she's just sort of like, that's it. And at no point does he like talk her back into his good graces because that's not part of his agenda no. at all. He's not, uh, this isn't like part of her, like his agenda at all. He's, he's actually got a whole weird, yeah. in the weird next, place. Well, and she's kept on the case basically because his judge is like, you can't, you can't, you have to be. She like goes to the judge and is like, this I don't want to do it. And he's, they're, they're kind of using, they're kind of going like, she might not. She, he might not pay or whatever, and the judge is like, "Nope, you gotta do it. The yeah. law says you gotta do it." And you're kind of like, eh, "I don't know if that's true." This but, reminded okay. me of Pacific Heights, where, yeah, right, where, yeah. where it was like, "You, a high-powered yeah. lawyer, have no rights, and there's nothing we can do. Yeah, you yeah. have to represent this guy." And she, and also Rebecca De Mornay sort of does a bad job trying to get out of it because she's yeah. like, "He didn't pay me," and it, it seems like that's a good reason, reason enough. But then, to drop. but then a judge but then, is but then all Rebecca, she, you, she will get you will get paid all Rebecca De Mornay has to do is go. He was basically threatening me with a knife. Yeah, or she this could, guy, or I'm she could go like, I can't this give this guy a good defense because I'm pretty sure he did it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it. I mean, he, he was I don't physically, think she would, he was physically would get threatening me. I'm scared to be so, around this guy. Yeah. All these reasons, you know. and the judge is like, "No, you represent this guy, yeah. and you do a good job, little Missy." It's a, it's like a, a very writerly thing that's like to yeah. keep to keep her just to, like to, in to Pacific Heights where going, there was like we're, we're like sorry, <laughs> sorry, landowners, you have no rights and you have to keep this. I mean, that was the whole movie though. At least in this one, it's just this one scene. 
where it's right. like, and that's why she has to do it. And you kind of, if you can like keep, if you can roll with that, then like the yeah. movie's good. In yeah, Pacific he, Heights, he, in he the Pacific Heights, it's like she's there constantly told that they that the whole movie is based around how they like well, yeah. that, what. But now he did this. That's too bad. It's too bad. The oppressive tenants, tenants <laughs> uh, oppressing their landlords, which is a huge problem. That's Even what that's what that day. new Christopher Nolan movie Tenant is all about. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Tenant. <laughs> It's Michael Caine. Uh, <laughs> Michael Caine just won't move out. Wow. I'm not moving out of your house. <laughs> I Sorry. live here. I can do whatever I want. And I'm not place. blinking. I'm not going to blink. There's I'm not nothing. moving out of this flat. There's nothing they you can do about it. There. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> now, bugger off. Oh, I, I also forgot. I forgot to mention in that that scene where where Don Johnson's ranting and raving about how he's being a gigolo and not getting any respect or whatever. After that, the seconds after there were her responses. David, focus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. So, so she's yeah. really good in this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. Let's it's not. It's Rebecca De Mornay. I love her. I would love to see the movie that she's not great in. Good is this her? Is this her fucking is this her third appearance? Is her third on appearance yeah. on the podcast? Yeah, and she's been great in all three of them. I agree. And I mean, I and I never Doctor Strangers was one that I went into going like this is gonna be dumb, and I ended up fucking loving. It's ridiculous. I mean, I but don't think I don't think she's as good in either of this or that as she was in Hand That Rocks the Cradle. No, but she's that's still she's very good. In she's all not being movies. asked to no, do no, no. that in either of these other movies, though. Although in yeah. Never Talk to Strangers, she is being asked a to lot. Yeah. pretend to not be crazy or whatever happens yeah. in that. Rebecca De Mornay has to kind of like it's a deceptively uh, complex role mm-hmm. because she has to both. You have to kind of not like her because of her being a sleazy lawyer, but you also do have to do have to like her the whole way through because she's the protagonist, yeah. and obviously she's not. As far as her relationship with uh, with uh, Don Johnson, he is the, basically the devil. How she is, a, is, she is a flawed person, but he is the devil. How rad is it though that the protagonist of this early '90s movie is this like pretty, like relatively unethical female lawyer? Who doesn't sleep with her client? Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's like it's it's pretty. It's rare. It's relatively progressive. It's, for it's weird. Time. It yeah. feels like it all. It feels like they must have had to fight like to a, get it to, made the way that it made. was. I mean, it feel like Lumet had enough clout maybe to get it done that way. But it's I mean, true. just because like it feels like the thing where like honestly, this seriously feels like the thing where it's like, why aren't they kissing? Yeah, you know, like some some studio had to be watching this and be like, how right. come the how come the two leads aren't fucking? We got Demorne, we got Don Johnson. How come they're not fucking each other in this I mean, movie? If, I feel like if anybody and, but a guy like Sidney Lumet who yeah, makes yeah. these very like documentary like procedural films, you know, they're very they're you know. He's one of dog day afternoon. He's one of the greats. Yeah, he's one of the greatest, you know, American New York film directors yeah. of all time. It, it would have been a shitty erotic thriller, yeah, yeah. you know. He's he's what's keeping it from being that. Yeah. Yeah, I I I totally feel like Lumet like that's what I mean is that this movie could have been you could see this movie with the same cast made by a different director and we would be having a totally different conversation yeah. about yeah. how it's not very good. We'll get we'll get one and a half sex scenes in this thing yeah. and uh yeah. all this sort of We would shit. be ta- we would maybe be talking about how it's funny, but like right. instead I'm kinda I was watching going, this is kinda good. Yeah. It's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. And yeah. it's like and it but it's and it and it works as a thriller too, because it does like, you know, you know he did it and then she knows he did it, and then she's like, I don't know how I'm gonna this guy can't keep doing this because he's been doing this a bunch. He like mm-hmm. they find out he's murdered other women and he's yes. gonna keep doing it. And he's basically that's what his his deal is. And she like figures out a way to frame him. Not only does she figure out that he did that, but then he's like, "Oh, I fucking killed all these women, yeah. and I liked doing it. And what I really like is planning it. And what I really like is getting away but with before, planning." But it. Like, before tell me, that, tell me again about client. Uh, yeah, attorney. Uh, attorney yeah. Client privilege. Oh, that's just, right. Just go over all the rules. Okay, so if I tell you about murders that I yeah, did, yeah, that's right. You can't say shit about it. 
Well, here we go. Yeah. Oh, that's it, in the, that's in the, like the meeting room where he's like, yeah, yeah. that's like yeah, one yeah, of the that's best. middle of the one movie. of the best scenes because he's so yeah. he's so good and the dialogue is so fucking fucked up that it really makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck because he's just like, oh baby, I finally get to tell talk talk about these murders yeah. that I committed. And he's basically like, if you can't do anything about it, I'll throw you out the window too. I don't care. Yeah, he says, you know, I'm what? fucking stupid. You know, like he's Joe Pesci. <laughs> I'm, in fucking stupid. I'm fucking stupid. I don't give a fuck about jail. <laughs> I'll crack your fucking skull crack your again. Fuck up and put this my guy, money to sleep. I'll put your fucking brain to sleep. <laughs> this guy does give you a fuck about head. you. Man, I, last time I watched <laughs> that movie, I laughed at everything he said. Oh, man. man. So That's funny. my favorite speech in the whole movie where he's like, just about the time you're coming out of your coma, Come I'll be getting out of jail. And I'll fucking split your goddamn head open again because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Get jail. that Chicago accent. So good. Crazy. All right, anyway. Uh, but, but yeah, at one point, uh, Don, this is what Don Johnson says in that like kind of kind of centerpiece thing where he starts unfurling just how evil he is. He goes, you know what the problem is with committing perfect murders? You can't tell anybody about them. <laughs> like, God damn. And then at a certain point, he's he just, and this is like, I think at the halfway part mark, if not even before that, like. It's about halfway. The I movie think. totally shows its cards way early and it kind of shifts the dynamic of what you think yeah, it yeah. is. But he goes, did you know that there's a certain breed of women that always seem to seek out men like me? They think that their money puts them in control, and for a while I go along with it. But then, at a certain point, he's like, they, "I get bored, and I gotta kill him." And that's—I mean, like, then that's, that's how he's like gonna, his he's whole gonna game. get their money or whatever, you know. Yep. So like, and that's how he keeps, uh, yeah. And he's gonna just keep doing it. But and then, so then she like figures out a way to frame him because there was like some construction in the building, and so she figures out like, oh, if he did it, then there might be this evidence. So she plant, so she actually like sneaks into his apartment and like plants evidence and stuff yeah. and, and like it's good trying, like trying it's outsmarted it's solid but like he but well, then, she realizes that because there's a lot of testimony yeah, yeah, yeah. at the trial about how did he get in and out of the building without being seen so right. she realized that he must have been using a disguise to look like a worker in the building yeah yeah who was like painting on an upper floor and stuff so she buys like the right kind of clothing distresses it in just the right way yeah. and plants it in the basement of the apartment building behind the radiator and then tells the cops yeah. as an anonymous Luis tip, Guzman Tells Louis Guzman as an anonymous tipster that they can find like the clothes he used and and steals some of his shoes and steals like hair out of his bathroom and stuff mm-hmm. and basically like totally sets him up for this. At a certain point, like while this is do- she's doing this, she looks in his mirror and goes, "What am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, "We under- we're with you, Rebecca. You got to do what you got to do. You are literally doing battle it's with so Satan." Good. And she, but she, but it's good and and it's a solid setup and it doesn't, it doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. Sure doesn't because he, he's, he's got he's got like this woman that's one of his other like ladies who's like who like uh, inexplicably too. You, that that's never quite explained because she kind of because at one point this lady goes like, "My husband's a quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Do you think I would be coming forward with this if you know?" And you're kind of like, you're kind of like, you're kind of like, uh, yeah. Why are you coming forward? Like, is he? What does he have over her? I mean, he's yeah. clearly she's or clearly the one of his ladies. Does he have something or, over her, or did he just use his super woman manipulating powers to? Because he already because there was earlier that they, they never explained like, it. They, she, but she's like she's like a famous Chicago socialite or something. Well, there you know? was there was. She's also, the earlier the woman, because he he they actually were going to get rid of him for not paying his bill, but then that other lady pops right. up with he grabs up new sugar mamas like it's yeah. nothing. Yeah, okay, yeah. now I have a, a bit of an off topic, off topic, and possibly weird question about mm. the linebacker lady. <laughs> sure. Um, if it's about sports, I don't. It's know. not about sports. Good. She says, "My <laughs> husband's a linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Do you really think I would jeopardize my lifestyle for a lie?" Mm-hmm. What is she implying there? 
Well, because they're because because jeopardize her lifestyle. How that her husband that 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 she would like uh, be well, revealed that she'd be cheating on her husband. Yeah. Is it or I I but what does that have to do with the Chicago Bears linebacker thing? Is that just because she's famous? I took it to mean that she was actually saying that maybe he hits her. No, I didn't. Oh take wow! No, I think it's just like <laughs> no. Like, okay. I mean, she's coming saying out, she's saying I'm coming out. I'm coming out and saying I'm I was having an affair with this guy, and my husband will divorce my ass. I'm and a, I won't right. get and I won't get shit. And he's a, I and was he, a cheater, and he's a public figure. Yes. Okay. So so that was All what the stuff. Chicago linebacker was like. That like not that not that like it was just that he's a he's a public figure, and so this will be bad news and big news around the city of Chicago. Okay. So why and but so they never, the movie Molly never, said I was crazy too. So the fine. movie never answers the question <laughs> why, crazy. She, why she does come out in, in this yeah. behalf. It is, it is weird, but like the movie needs it to happen. So it happens yeah. before this, before this happens though, like the, the, the court uh, reveals kind of like the, the results of Rebecca DeMornay's scheme. Mm-hmm. And it really looks like it's paying off because it's got all this evidence, that this fake evidence that she fabricated and put out there. Fake evidence that represents r- the real, the real shit truth, that he did. Yeah. But there's a fucking amazing shot where Don Johnson looks like he's really mad. And this is during the trial, and it's a close-up shot. And he looks really mad, but he's also like clearly thinking, like, okay, this, all right, you, he's the kind of guy who's like, you're never going to beat me. I'm always thinking of the next, the next step. And he's kind of doing this, and, and she leans in. And it's a profile shot of her, and she just nails it perfectly. Where she goes, "Do you want to change your plea?" <laughs> like she's still, she's still like trying to be like, "I'm pretending to be your lawyer," but also yeah. like, "I fucking got you." And he knows that and she's, she's in her done face, it. and she doesn't want to quite reveal that she's pleased with yeah. herself with her face. It's just the movie's it's filled with little great. nuances like that. That's amazing uh, because both performances are great. I thought that it was also cool that there are like some a couple of very small like De Palma y flourishes in this. Like yeah. one. Where she realizes how he must have been getting in and out of the building because she's going up the back steps. That was super diplomatic. And she sees him like he, they're not in the same place at the same time. She's just like realizing it, but yeah, we yeah. see him in the in the worker yeah, get yeah, up. Yeah. You know, it almost feels like a, a, a bit of a dream sequence too. Yeah, You're like, like did that. that really happen? The way that it's edited. Yeah, it was. It different. threw me off for a second, wow. but then it can, then it comes back too because when, when she he, when he realizes that she's the one who set him up because then you get. Him hearing it, but the flashback is him disposing of that's all right. that evidence. Yeah, and and well, and sh- that's when is that when it shows him actually doing the murder? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's this whole scene where you go like, and he's thinking about it, smiling, kind of going like, "Man, you almost got me," but you know, yeah. it I totally reminded me of than the you. scene in Mission Impossible when yeah. like John Voight is telling Tom Cruise my favorite scene and he's in that movie, seeing what really happened, and it's just rad. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene. But it was really good, and, and he does show of... him like throw his wife. Oh, she, yeah. he doesn't. You don't see oh, him, yeah. but you hear her go ah. Never any and then, question. And then he's walk, and then he's just walking by, and every, there's cops out there. He's like just walking by. Yeah. And it's it's I'm not sure I'm good at this. it's not as like big of a thing as like in Mission Impossible. So, but but for Lumet, who normally doesn't do that kind of thing, it's an it's an interesting flourish. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Well, it was cool just because I feel like the movie has told you that he did it. Right. But like, it's still good to see him remembering see them, it because yeah. also like the character like would be at that point remembering it and because also, he's such a fucking cr- psycho right. that he'd be like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let me jump into my memory banks. Here's how it really went it's down. Simple. I'm it's gonna enjoy so... this for a second, even if it's just for myself. <laughs> it was simple show don't tell too. Same. Like it's so much more interesting than him just going. Actually, I know you set me up because I did this. Yeah, and then explain. But it he does enough. have to get his revenge on her nonetheless yes. to let her know that she that he knows. Yeah. But, but without like straight up saying it, and so he just puts on a mask. It's obviously him. Yeah. Puts on a mask and beats the shit out of. Uh, she, he really, he Stephen really Ray beats the shit out with, of him. Like a club. Yeah. Oh, fucks him up then puts smashes him in the, his puts hand. him in the hospital he's getting he's like reaching for his his, his car, phone. car phone and he like smashes, smashes his hand in the phone smashes the phone jesus christ it's so good 
Lang's, yeah. Lang's in the fucking hospital. And like she knows that he did it, but you yeah. know, of course, there's no proof. Then, then he goes to Jack Warden's office, which is like this oh. old detective office with, and he's like, "That's a real shame harsh. that because Jack Warden these... has the files on the other murderers uh-huh. and stuff." But and of they course, can tie he, him he's to. like, ah, ah, you're not gonna get these files from me. I sent him off in a fax." And he's like, "You didn't send. You him don't off have a fax. You don't have a fax, old man." He actually like, says, "Where did you get a fax and whence?" And it's <laughs> it's too bad this place is such a fire trap. Yeah, because it's all these old. You know, you get you had a little too much to drink. You fall asleep with one of those stogies in your hand. Oh, and, too, he's, and, he's, and he's saying this, he's like lighting shit on fire on yeah, his Jack desk. Warden, Jack Warden is being pretty kind of stupid in the scene. He, he should know, yeah. he knows at this point the extent of this guy's depravity. Yeah. And he's and then he's lighting a thing on fire and he's like close to the exit too. Yeah. He's just like the door's right behind him. He's like, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Yeah. At that point, whatever whatever documents you have, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, the guy told you like, he was going to kill let you. Let the documents go. You just witnessed a guy set your apartment on fire. <laughs> like, make a break for it. Maybe tell a cop. Guy set your apartment on, is setting your apartment on fire while saying, how he's going to like how murder, he murdered murder people you. and he's going to kill you yes. too. And yeah. Jack Warren's like, ah, stop that!" And then he of I course need those files. And, 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 and Don Johnson hits him with a phone book, <laughs> knocks him onto his fucking desk, and the guy burns alive. There's they show, also they show a really that exterior shot, shot too of him like oh, on the desk with everything on fire. But then fire. they show the exterior shot. shot of just the window going, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like he's dead. God damn. Scene. And it's too bad. That really it's, too, <laughs> it's too bad that that father figure of yours died while also while also your boyfriend is in the hospital. That's a great. That's great at the end too, where she he like finally confronts Rebecca De Mornay and she's uh, like, what is after the whole thing? And this is yeah. like when he's won. Yeah, he's won the he trial. Just wins, yeah. He's won the trial. She didn't. She didn't win. And it's like fucking. But she's you know he's so he's out there and he comes and confronts her again and he's because he's like I gotta kill you because she's like you, you won't be able to do it because Jack Warden has all you, this evidence. He's know. like funny thing about that. Oh, he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> I totally burned him alive in his own house. You shouldn't be that surprised at this point yeah um, i've pretty I've been pretty blunt about how much of a evil person yeah I and am. so they so they get into a whole of like physical confrontation they're, they're, he's gonna throw her off they're the, like in her building yeah which and, has like a big open courtyard and it's a, it's a high rise so yeah. like there's a big precipitous drop and over he's gonna, the balcony he's gonna throw her over there she like you know he and she he's like gonna win and she kind of is just like it, it it's kind of cool well, he's he's got her yeah, and yeah. he's like dangling Ooh, her over she's this over the edge. before that happens though like he's a, he's like I'm gonna assault you and kill you I'm telling you what what's happening yeah and then eventually they'll all get off with this one too because yep. they won't find any evidence and she goes oh yeah and she goes exhibit A. And then she slashes his face, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, "Your skin under my nails, yeah, yeah. Exhibit B." And she tears his hands, his hair out, and you're, "Your hair in my hands, Exhibit C." Teeth marks, and she bites him. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking cool. It's really good. no, because it's like she's turning it on him in a way that's like she's kind of at this point like I might die, I might die right here, with me. but like this guy's going down. Yeah. Like he's because it's in a public enough place that like when this happens it could be like that she was desp- he's saying it's right. because you despondent and all this and so she she threw herself off but like you know when if they do any cursory examination yeah. there's gonna hopefully be- these are not the cops from suspect <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cops in this actually yeah. are presented as like cops who like Pretty are good but they yeah. like they like fucked up some evidence here yeah. and there like she because Guzman's one of the cops at the beginning scene where she I think when she gets the mob guys yeah, yeah. off you know but they just they I didn't, just love they didn't I love leave an entire some- evidence car in the parking lot for, <laughs> for the entire fucking grab. movie. Hey, don't touch that car. So they're fighting. She Nobody get, look on the car. Nobody look on the car. She goes over the edge and she's still he's, got a she's hold like of hanging him. on to him. And then she yep. does. She like this look goes over her face where she's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this and guy. She like she's climb, gonna, if I'm going, climb, he's coming with me. She climbs up, puts her feet <laughs> on the ledge, grabs his neck, and just pushes them both off. And in midair, manages to get above his body. 
So he hits the ground first, and his head hits the ground, and it's like somebody split that motherfucker's head, and there is so much blood. It just spreads out all over the floor. It's a great fucking uh, blood hit. It's like Lena Headey's head exploding in dread. Yeah, Yeah, dude. It's like that. Yeah, it's like Except it's real quick. It's real quick. But but it's so much blood. I I recorded it, so I'll put it up on the Instagram. It's Uh, great. Man, it is so cool. It's fucking awesome. It's really uh, something. But she she lands on top, but she's also like... She's pretty fucked up. They've also just fallen fallen like eight or several stories stories. and so like he's dead but she's fucked up and and she's getting wheeled out at the end and Stephen Lang Stephen Lang's coming up to her and he's like he's like hey you know you're you're gonna be okay or like this he's like I'm gonna go with you to the hospital and she's like I got him I got him, and she's fucking like, "You're like, it. she might be fucking paralyzed. Right? We don't know because the movie ends." And then roll credits, dude. Monsters That's dead. It. Roll That's the credits. <laughs> I would also like, and I pointed this out to you guys, but the, this, but the born, uh, I, yeah. born yeah, <laughs> identity born ripped this off because Jason Bourne rides a guy's body down a flight of stairs and lands on it. Except he, of course, is fine. He's perfectly fine. He's yeah. like, I'll just walk that off. Yeah, but, but, uh, but I, yeah. I always love a good riding a body scene. <laughs> I love these scenes too. Demoria in all three of these movies we've done with her, like she gets it. She kind of gets to have a scene where, and in, in the first one, in Hanrex Cradle, she's like the bad guy. Right. So you kind of want her to, you, you want her to die, right? Because you're like, ah, this lady's crazy. Like, but like she gets scenes where she's like, gets to like really turn crazy and do yeah. some like cool physical acting and stuff. I love she the really scene here it. where she, and it's right at the end too, where she's like. When All she right. climbs up the dude, when she climbs up the wall, and he's and he's like, "What? What are you doing?" Like he's like, "You're supposed to just die." <laughs> That's how. Like he, she, she does not uh, outsmart him. No. no, he totally wins. And she then just she is basically more fully just goes, committed you, to you killing have, him. Fuck the law. You have to die. Yeah, she yeah. she gets one him. way or another. You have to die. It, and like she it, says something. It says as much to one of her friends where she's just like, "This guy just has to fucking yeah. die. He's <laughs> pure evil." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Fuck the law. Whatever my job is, whatever my future is, yeah, I need she's to like, take him out of the world. She, she could be disbarred for some of the stuff she yeah. does, and then she she's like, I just got to do anymore. it. I got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's pretty great. Uh, I have uh, I have one. If this this movie's all kind of like hypothetically sleazy. I mean, yeah. Don Johnson is pure sleaze, but it's also there's no nudity, no sex or anything like no, that. No, but there's some like... There's a little bit of sex, but gross yeah, stuff, it's like off screen mostly. Yes. But there's, oh, here's yeah. a really great line where he's basically telling he's basically telling her because he loves confiding in how evil he is with her because yeah. she's the only one he really can. Oh, and we forgot to mention that he legally that, can uh, and she it, can't say exactly. anything. We, we forgot to mention that he, like he was obsessed with her before he saw her. Oh, yeah. It turns out it's because been, he like he'd been like a year in the pl- in yeah the making. it's been a long time in the planning. Like he reveals that like she took a trip with Stephen Lang to Mexico and he followed them there and got a, got the next room and like sent yeah. her he keeps, flowers. He calls Stephen Lang and Stephen Lang's like I want you to drop this case. There's a great scene where they're like dancing at something and he comes up to him and is like oh how is it how, you're with him now but you were, you've been fucking me he like yeah. he's doing this whole thing and Stephen Lang's kind of he's Lang is really good in this because he like doesn't he sticks with her. He like yeah. believes her the whole time. Like it feels like that type of character in the movie where he's like, oh, you, well, "Why don't you guys why don't you just go off and fuck him?" And he like disappears right, from right. the movie, and she's lost her support system. But he's actually like basically well, like he kind of he gets, gets there, a, but he then, gets a little bitchy well, about it. At and the then beginning, that's, it. At the, well, that's the what beginning, I mean. He's like he's like upset, and then she's she basically can she's like, "I didn't. None of this is fucking happening. This guy's crazy." And he actually is like, but, "I be, I believe." But you. more importantly, he confronts her about it and is like, "I don't want you to take this case. I don't like yeah. this guy. I don't like how he talks to you." And she's like, "Well, fuck you." Yeah, yeah, you can't tell me what you to do. You can't tell me what to do. And that's the end of and that I discussion. I will have no comeuppance. Mm-hmm. After that, he sticks with her, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. But there's yeah. that scene where he's confronting them, and yeah. Stephen Lang's like, well, maybe you should get the fuck out of here. And, he, and Don Johnson is actually, like, scarier than him, even yeah. though he's not as, probably not as tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his haircut's not as, his haircut's not right? as lame. But. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, this is, uh, this is the part where uh, she's, he's, she's ba- he's basically detailing how he murdered his wife. 
<laughs> and she goes, why did you take the gloves off? Because this is, it ends up being kind of a sticking fingerprints point. Fingerprints on it's the like window. He's, he was usually so, yeah, the fingerprints on the window. He's so thorough in, like, in his planning and then this. And he's like, why did you take your gloves? She goes, why did you take your gloves off before you killed her? Because it felt better. Killing with gloves on would be like fucking with a rubber. Yeah. That is the, yeah. that is how gross yeah. and evil this guy yeah. is. Holy Yuck. shit. That is some demonic shit right there. And he's and he's so good. I love this movie. Uh, I liked it it's, more talking it's about really it. It's really fun. Yeah. It's super it, fun. It went up. I was going to give it uh, we'll talk well, about yeah. it. Well, it's like it's like um Totally, yeah. It's totally just fun, and it's like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's pretty short. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like it. No, it doesn't wear out its welcome. Yeah. Even the silly stuff, you can kind of go like, "Eh, I'll roll with it," you know. And it doesn't. It like never once bores you. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. It was uh, yeah. There's one other li- line that I thought was really funny. The, the, this movie isn't necessarily realistic per se. That's not the allure of it. It is almost like a, a non supernatural. Uh, like parable or Satan movie or maybe even like Twilight Zone episode something like that where it's, someone is just facing it's, it's is a, facing it's a, re- weird repercussions for their own ways yeah um, but like but that all relies on Don Johnson being almost like preternaturally attractive to women right he's such trouble but women cannot resist him and like yeah. he has no problem getting women under his sway and at one point he's at a bar and he's getting ready to like harass Stephen Lang and uh, and uh, Rebecca De Mornay yeah and so he's just like at the bar like looking over at them And then there's a sexy lady that's next to him, and she's like, hey, how are you? And and he's (laughs) just like, he has no interest in her or anything like that, and she's just, but she goes, hey, I haven't seen you around here. Where, Where do you work? And he goes, I don't work. Women take care of me. And he goes, she goes, oh, well, can I buy you a drink? She, and then he goes, he goes. I've already got one, but you could pay. But for she that. can pay for that. <laughs> yeah, like great. And then she like, and she's like, oh really? And he like, he's like, all right, see you later. He like gets up and leaves. He goes like, this one's on her, and walks away. <laughs> and she's like, God, I love him. I love him. He's so, I, that, he, there's that weird strain going through. Yeah, the movie. I, feel, I, I, you buy it in the movie. Well, she though. seemed offended to it me just, after he left. It but. just has to be that way, just because I, his character. I is feel like, like the movie. I buy it in the in the in the movie. I, mean, I don't. Don Johnson's a good looking guy, but Jesus, I thought that. Was but I think wonderful. he's. I think he's like no, very. Fun. He's got this very like this very like sleazy charm to him in this movie too. So like yeah. I don't know. I bought the whole idea that he could like totally be duping all these women mm-hmm. you know but also that he would b- b- be a psycho be and would murder them yeah sure yeah. what it's yeah. great all right ratings well i was gonna g- i was going into this gonna give it three and a half but i'm giving it Ooh. four mm-hmm. Move, i'm bumping it up to four juds talking about it made me love it even more <laughs> wow uh i'm giving it uh i'm gonna give it like two douglases yeah uh yeah. mostly because you know, there's yeah, there's a little bit of sex, but it's not like sleazy or anything. But the rest of it is like that's the whole the whole premise of his character is just disgusting, it's nasty. Yeah, yeah, it's very Doug, it's very very Michael Douglasy. Like oh, I can yeah. see Michael Douglas playing this. Guy. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I I wouldn't be surprised if like Michael they, Douglas sure was they approached him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But either way, I'm glad that they like Don Quintus like the best thing I've ever seen, the best Don Johnson performance I've ever seen. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so fun. Uh, and I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 uh, split open heads on the concrete. <laughs> yeah. Watermelon heads. Yeah, seriously, man. Watermelon Sell heads. Sell that milk. It just like fucking pops out of the back of his head. Crazy. So much blood. He's it's so, so evil. Good. He's got, that's that's because that's how he was that's so smart. Evil, yeah. Is he had so much blood it in his head. It made me laugh and clap how much blood yeah. sprayed out of his head. Because <laughs> so it was, I was not expecting that. That was the, that actually that shot was the only thing I remembered about this movie. Like the whole time I'm like, well, I know how she gets him. Like, I remember, I remember that. I remember how he died. Yeah, because uh, how could you forget? No, oh, you can't. Great. Uh, 
I can't, I can't quite go to the full four stars, but I'm definitely going three and a half. I really, it's just so fun. There's not, there's not a whole lot to it, uh, and some of it's kind of stupid. I don't know. Three and a half, between maybe between three and a half and four. This is fun as hell, and if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, I'm going to go one and a half Douglases. I mean, there's just no actual stuff that you see. But again, one and a half, just on the strength of maybe just that one line that I quoted. Yeah, right. That is just <laughs> the, one of the more fucked up things I've ever heard. Uh, boy. And then I'm just gonna, and then I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Feral Rebecca De Mornay's, nice, because I love it when she gets to just go completely savage. She does it really well. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna go four Juds. I'm going nice. four. I was gonna go three and a half also, but I think I'm bumping up to four just because I had fun talking about it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I could, I could see myself watching this one again, even. Oh, for you know? sure. I mean, maybe hopefully with somebody who hasn't seen it, maybe. But you know, it's like, oh, this is it was fun, and I had fun watching it. It was one that like. I went into knowing nothing about, and so I just popped it in the DVD player and was just like, "Oh man!" It kept it kept surprising me. Don Johnson is so good in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. How like you look at if you just look at the poster or the cover of this, this is quintessential suspense is killing us material Absolutely. here. This movie because this movie is forgotten as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. sure I don't people. There's pe- some probably people who liked it at I the mean, time that like go like, "Oh, I really like that movie," but like nobody remembers it. And like watch it, watch it. It's really fucking good. When I went to get it. Like when I went, well, I I wanted to do Suspect, and I was like, well, what what else? What else would be yeah. good? And I thought of guilt. I thought of this movie because I remembered it. And then when I went to rent it to bring it home from Scarecrow, I'm like, it's in the Sydney Lumet section. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only found that out when it said directed right? by Sydney. Sydney. I was yeah. like, when I watched it, I was I like, whoa. It out, I was like, okay, all right. That yeah, I was immediately intrigued because the like, cover's boring as fuck yeah. too. It's just like their heads, and yeah. you're kind of like, is he guilty of sin? I don't know. And right. Don Johnson, I've never seen him be in a role like this, so I was. N- blindsided by his like by him being like the the fucking devil incarnate right. performance i did not expect that at all i expected demorne to be like a force of nature but it's just enjoying the hell out of himself and he's yeah. having so much yeah. fun and he's so good at clearly it. clearly loving every minute of oh this. my god um so yeah so i'm going i'm going for juds i'm going to douglas's just based on the uh gr- just just based on like the his character like honestly like it's that's that's a really that's there's no real there's like some domestic sex in it yeah it's very like it's very like we're a couple and we're gonna have sex and then we're lying naked on a it's not sleazy (laughs) in any way but don johnson's whole deal is real gross yeah and he's a murderer and um not don johnson the character murdidly earlier um (laughs) i don't know if don johnson in real life is a murderer maybe we'll find out johnson let us know if you've murdered (laughs) before anybody knows and plan to and plan to again (laughs) Um, Attorney and, uh, client privileges. Yeah, we are lawyers. I'm gonna give it uh, <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, Jack Horndog Wardens. I want to hit a raw dog with your mother. <laughs> then you'd be, you be my daughter. And then you'd be my daughter. I know how this works. But I'm not a geneticist. What do you want from me? Killing without gloves is like fucking without rubber. Don't tell me what I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that with Rebecca De Mornay's mom. <laughs> and I can be your dad. This is all I wanted. Uh, Chris. Anyways, right. so those were some pretty uh, the, the crimes that um, that Don Johnson committed in this movie were, uh, you know, but not were, as high as the crimes in our next <laughs> Thank movie. Thank you. High crimes, everybody. All that's perfect. All that's secure. All that's true. I love you. You have a 
warrant for the arrest of someone named Ron Chapman. My husband is Tom Kubik. What the hell is going on? I'm an attorney. I have the right to know the charges. Murder? Yes. If convicted, he'll get the death penalty. You're saying you were framed by Brigadier General Marks? He was Colonel Bill Marks back then. I need somebody from the Marine Corps. Somebody who's beaten him before and is hungry to beat him again. Military justice is the justice of military music is the music, Mrs. Kubik. Wake up and smell the napalm. Then we fight the system. We fight the system. You lose. You play by the rules. Were there any eyewitnesses to the murders? We had seven eyewitness statements, all IDing Chapman as a shooter. Only two of these witnesses for the prosecution are on their list. Now, what happened to the other five? Very boring high crimes from 2002. Yeah. We're back into Judd World. I did not like this movie. <laughs> I did not hate this movie, Didn't but I it. did not like it. I either. found this a struggle to sit through. At two hours, this is a, I was this is maxed another one, out. This is another one. It's shorter than Suspect, but it's almost as long. I will say, in its, de- in its meager defense, I watched this back to back with Guilty and Sin, Guilty of Sin, and so uh, anything after that probably would have seemed more boring. And in, in, in Suspect's defense, I did watch Guilty of Sin first, and then like I think later that night watched well. Suspect, and so it was also like that thing where I'm like. I watched as as I was watching Guilty of Sin. I'm like, I shouldn't have watched this one mm-hmm. first because this is going to be the best of the three. <laughs> <laughs> this one's this is, the other two are definitely not going to be this fun. It have some comfort just being like clearly back into Ashley Judd land because these movies are so speci- they're so specific and they're they're all the same and in, in the same sort of way. You'll be glad to know that I find I have another massive problem with the you know, the criminal conspiracy in this movie. That, Get out uh, of that here. I feel like totally undoes the movie no, that is already no. boring. This movie's tight as a drum. I yeah. will tell you what I like about this movie. Yeah. I generally like Ashley Judd in, in in these. I think she's good. She like does her thing. I Even think in Twisted? Uh, no, not in Twisted. Okay. I like her. In, I like her in all the movies we've done except Twisted. But I okay. like her in this. I think she's good. Uh, I like her and Morgan Freeman together. I think yeah, sure. they have a they have a good thing you know going on. And I, I do like Morgan Freeman in this, especially his introduction of his character, who's mm-hmm. this lawyer who is like sort of. It, this is like all the all the sort of Carl Franklin-y, It's sort of like this character to it. Like he he she introduces she shows up at his house and he's laying on the couch and she's like whatever I can't remember his name and associates and he's he's like who's the associates and he's like oh he's right over there and points at his dog and I was like. I kind of like this movie right now, and Baby Adam Scott is yeah. is like the other lawyer. Morgan Freeman is very warm in this movie, and he's the yeah. best thing about it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Michael Shannon, uh, the small Michael Baby Shannon Michael part. Shannon is Baby in Michael it. Shannon, yeah. Baby Michael Scott. That's, that scene is um, bananas. You know, it's got a lot of these, That's like... That's my favorite scene. It's got a lot of these, like, <laughs> uh, character actors who are, you know, these white guys who play generals or general mm-hmm. or, like... Yeah, Bruce uh, Davison shows up. Bruce Davison. Uh, who's the guy who's the defense uh, Michael or the Ga- prosecutor? Michael, Michael Gabon Ga- or something? Gast- uh, Michael Gaston. 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 He's, yeah, the, he's, he's good. tons of shit. He's, he's always... But he's always one of those... You know, this, these guys who are always these, like, sort of... These sort of meaty, white... Yeah. older character actors who are like, uh, we need military guys. Uh, ca- who do we Get call? call the, we've got the list. They're on a list somewhere yeah, to play. Who's like. that guy from 24 who's the judge in it? Uh, he's in, he's like the president's assistant in 24 oh. in several seasons. Oh yeah, Ju Chicalella, Ju Chicalella. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. Palmer's uh, like PR man, like his his, ch- his chief of staff. I yeah. mean, like when, yeah, he, yeah. when he appeared in this, I was like Aaron Pierce. I no, was, Aaron I was Pierce wrong. is no. different. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. I was like, that's not Aaron Pierce. It's yeah. a different bald guy who's but a very similar acting style. That leads. That's what I'm talking Glenn about. Glenn guys that guy. It's these guys who these look like of guys. it's these types yeah. of guys who look like that, and they're like, how does this guy's this guy? It's their you you recognize their heads either in like a suit. 
yeah. or an, a military They're uniform. like a Secret Service guy or a politician or a yeah. military dude. And you, uh-huh. you can recognize them, you know, that maybe they, their faces go, go real red in a scene. Yeah. You don't know, and you're like, but it's conf- you may be conflating like two or three different I believe, actors I believe together. that, the, that the, the, the prosecuting attorney in this is also the local sheriff in Double Jeopardy. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. There's yeah. plenty of crossover. So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. So, uh, Ashley Judd. Ashley hot Judd. Hotshot attorney. Hotshot attorney. Her husband, Jim Caviezel, Ugh. is arrested by the military police. Before we get to that, we get that qu- that uh, uh, obligatory part uh, of the Ashley Judd movie where it's Ashley Judd's happy. Ashley Judd's happy. They're, gonna, happy they're trying to have a baby. Yes. They're happily married. He's tooling away in his tool shed or what the fuck ever. He's in his tool shed and she like pops up and she's like, we've like, got to make I'm a baby ovulating. now. You have to fuck me right now. Do it now. Now. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay. And she's, then she's like, you get on top. And she's even going like, and then after this, I'm going to stick with my hips in the air for four minutes and then you are going to do that for three minutes. And it's just like, all right. <laughs> Let's talk I'm, in I mean, graphic I'm, detail I'm about sure, what's about to happen. I'm sure many couples who want to have children and are struggling to conceive go through this and it's a regular part of life and I don't care. Well, it's just about how happy they are. Get they want the kids. Get, get it out great. of my. You, this movie is an hour and fifty-five minutes long. We could have shaved a few minutes off of it right there. Talk you, about a few you, minutes. You want to shave minutes off of the uh, conceiving? One hundred percent. Come on, man. One hundred percent. This get is why I watch movies. I do not want to watch Jesus Bone Ashley Judd. <laughs> Nobody um, wants to see that. Imagine saying that sentence. I just did say I it for real, you. and all these fine people have heard it now. All three of you. I've got this recorded. <laughs> I got it on tape. Anyway, then he gets he gets arrested by the military police. Yes. For apparently being secretly not a regular dude who wants to have a baby with his wife, but a former spec ops bagman who uh who participated in a massacre in El Salvador yeah. in the 80s. Melee massacre, melee massacre style thing in, in El in Salvador. In El Salvador, and his name isn't even Ashley Judd's husband. No. It's Robert Chapman or yeah. something like that. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Some other thing. Your your name you're telling me your name isn't Ashley Judd's husband? And uh and so And by the way, the the way that they bust him too is like I they like they're like throwing grenades in the like streets. Explosive devices used in like crazy. 50 guys. Yeah. I guess maybe the nuts. principle is that he's a super soldier a and super that maybe soldier. he's like Rambo or something and they need to, I don't know. It's it's like they're trying to capture the Incredible Hulk or something. It's pretty weird. It's completely wild. And so she... Shattering Ashley, the facade of Ashley Judd's happy life. And she first she can't get an answer out of everybody, but she finally gets in to see him, which I honestly don't think would have happened. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot in this Pretty movie quickly. that's about how the differences between military, military justice, justice and regular and justice. civilian justice. She's a civilian lawyer. She didn't know shit about military, military law. law. And so, in order to, she goes to first. She goes to visit James Caviezel, her husband, in the in the clink in the 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 pokey, and uh, and she's like, "Is your name really like this other name? You are you really like an ex special forces guy?" And he's like, "Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah." <laughs> he's been she, pretending to be a woodworker or some she, kind of and guy. He's like, yeah, yeah. yes. She doesn't know anything. She's like, about are this. you pretending to be my husband? And he's like, no, 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 no. I did all that. I, I did all that lying stuff. I did all to that lying stuff you. so that you could be. We could be married to protect you. And she's like. In my opinion, I, I don't agree that she's that good in this movie because I think this scene's really bad. I, I think, think Ashley Judd is like, often very bad, but it, it's only when she gets into the badass mode that she's very yeah, good. Yeah, the badass stuff is fine. When in, in this scene where he's like, yes, I am actually this other dude, she's kind of like, mm, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't buy this it. Is a, this is a particularly, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but like, to me it's funny because I associate Adam Scott with comedy. I know he does both. Uh, but this in this well, scene, this is early in, this in his scene, career. It's too. like Ashley Judd is sobbing and he's crying too, and it's just like I'm sorry that I had to lie, but I was protecting you. She's like, oh, I love, but I, I, I do love you. And then he's like a knock on the door, and the camera pans over, and it's Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. And you're like, well, they, all right, I'm laughing. He's like, now. can I interest any of you in a calzone? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, nobody likes calzone. I think he's really, f- I think he's funny in this, and maybe unintentionally in a few scenes. And I, I honestly I thought he doesn't to talk be funny. about you two enough. I honestly and thought not he is like a thing with Amanda Peet was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, the, that the, drove me crazy. The moment that he sees Amanda that, that's Peet. the stuff I liked in the movie because the rest of it I was like, so I was like, you know, I'm 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 just immediately bored by yeah. the actual plot of the movie oh, and man. like then and then you know it's that type of movie where you're like, oh, the case is over. There's 20 minutes left. Oh, I know what how, yeah, how it is. So, yeah. so it's that kind of thing. So all the like color stuff, I was like, kind of like, I'm en- I'm enjoying that. that was, Amanda I mean, Peet, by the you know, way, give me something here. Quite man. possibly yeah. the Let most have the most superfluous character in the history of movies <laughs> she's just like they needed another character i guess they yeah, were just like can pretty, we get another character well, they needed, they needed, how about a sister they she, needed someone to put in jeopardy to raise the stakes of the drama she I has a so. great she has a great part too that's like totally happens in movies that always cracks me up when because uh, i don't know uh, matt you don't have any siblings but no. travis you you and i both have siblings it's true and i can tell you from experience that every time i get into a car with my sister, like maybe she's picking me up at the airport. I'm like, thanks for picking me up at the airport, and she's like, well, that's what sisters are there to do, or whatever. Because in movies, characters are constantly like their first scene, like it, they're <laughs> constantly pointing out your sister. Oh, well, I, you know, that's I'm your sister. I just picked you up, and right, that's exactly what she says here. So she totally well, does it. And you're like, as you're like, your sibling, <laughs> that's what you can expect. <laughs> as your mother, or whatever. Like it's funny. It's just funny. <laughs> that's to me the how, relationship that we have with each other. Have how, you noticed that that's in the the Black Widow trailer? Yeah, because she's oh, like yeah, yeah. she's like stalking around in some apartment, and she's like talking to someone you see off screen, and then it's it's uh, Florence Pugh. Pugh comes out, and she's like, "Nice to see you, sis." Oh, whoa! Like, they're pointing guns in at the- each other and stuff. Now it's like that <laughs> one. Okay, fine. In the trailer, in the trailer too, it's funny because it's cut in a specific way that like is like they pause between uh, the mm-hmm. "Nice to see you." Sis, yeah. oh, and you're like, shit, and you're like, you, you know, in the movie, you know that it's just nice to see you, sis, because it's like they know each other. But it's funny how there's a pause, and you're like, why would there be a? It's for yeah. the audience killer. Why would there be a pause? They know each other. They're yeah. sisters. Oh, anyway. Somebody's watching. I call my brother. I call my brother brother all I the call time. Him sis, yeah, my brother, and that's what brothers are for. Molly calls we're her brothers. When Molly refers to her brother, <laughs> she says brother. Is like that, brother said this, but like she's brother talking, called today. But yeah. she's talking to you. No, she calls him brother too. Does she go brother? But he yes, is one hundred percent. Yes, he is a Benedictine month. Yeah, monk, I don't know. yeah. it's <laughs> just funny because I never like. I've got, when she's I'm, got a, I've got a Benedictine monk who's going to be my brother-in-law and a Nazi dog. It's just yeah. a, uh, it's a weird life. Sorry if the goddamn chickens <laughs> overcooked. <laughs> It's a funny. It's just a funny thing in movies where like characters have to uh, yeah. tell you who because they're telling the audience who they are. Because you're like, as the audience go like, who's this lady? And she's and you're like, if she doesn't tell me, I'm just never gonna I'm never figure, gonna know. I'm but, never but, gonna but know. But here's the deal with Amanda Peet's character, who, by the way, Ashley Judd's sister. Uh, she uh, <laughs> she's near do well. You see, because Ashley Judd's Ashley Judd's life is so together. She's a hotshot lawyer. Amanda Peet is like smoking cigarettes and like can't hold down a job. She's just a she's like a tad wacky. I feel like I like the part where okay, so she starts sleeping with Adam Scott's character pretty quick. First, first she first she like he comes over to Ashley Judd's house and and her sister has moved in and then she he she's like meeting him for the first time and she sees Amanda Peet just walking around in her underwear. 
and, you know, and Adam Scott does some hilarious horny acting. Some, yeah. he, he, like he he clearly has a boner. I mean, he's like getting the vapors. Yes. <laughs> There's a couple scenes where Adam Scott is just like, I am hiding my boner right now. I wonder if they tried to get because they've. Show, I know they showed they had some like other Adam Scott movie that was an early one for Party Down, but I wish oh, yeah. I wish they'd been able to get footage from this, from this? for uh, for for his character. Terrible military haircut. I mean, <laughs> uh, crew cuts aren't for everyone and not for Adam him. Scott is not, not it looks awful it <laughs> looks awful he does not look ready for the Catalina wine mix no he does not uh, but I like the part where <laughs> so little she, Sebastian would she not starts approve anyway. sleeping with, uh, with Adam Scott's character and like Ashley Judd finds out about it and is none too pleased and I thought Friend. that this was really funny because like <laughs> Amanda Pete is like what? It's no big deal. Just let me have some fun. We're just hanging out, having a fun time. And Ashley Judd is like, "You don't understand. Like, you would th- you would think that Amanda Pete would at least be like, maybe I should lay <laughs> off this one time when my my sister's husband turned out to be a murderer. Well, Matt, and we're defending him in open court. This just proves that you don't have siblings. I don't have siblings. I don't know this what it would be like. And I'm the, irres- I'm the irresponsible one. This out is of what them, she though. says though, and, her, and you gotta <laughs> hand it to her. Her logic is airtight. She screams, "This is Ashley Judd as she's storming away. You get to be the." lawyer so i gotta get to bang one right classic <laughs> justice she's just yin and yang <laughs> like reestablishing. you know i'm saying bal- the, it's I'm balance saying the character's not good it's, it's no <laughs> the character you could just take the character out right out of the no movie. difference but i did enjoy her yeah. because like, <laughs> amanda, there's like one scene where amanda pete is just for some reason is in a grocery store like snacking just eating stuff and she, I don't, they're I don't shopping and then a guy approaches them and yeah, yeah. Uh, gives them some information they need but before that happens i don't know what <laughs> snack she's snacking on i couldn't tell but Licking she's like hands. she's tonguing them from her hand into her mouth yeah. and then she goes you want some cheese? And I was just like, I love this lady. She's was she cooking. eating cheese out of her hand? I know, I didn't know. She just that's like right, also wanted to know. That's actually right after they have that fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're still, they're still. I mean, that's the thing. No, they're, they're still just, like, sisters. yeah, they, she storms up, but it's sisters. like it's never addressed, and they continue to have sex with each other. It's oh, like, they sure like, do. The relationship oh, yeah, yeah. I, think they're, I think they're going to get married. It's like we agree that now because uh, you got mad, you get to do this thing that's totally destructive to my life. Well, they right stop now. having sex briefly when uh, they think that he's been that he's the leak who's been giving the prosecution right. she all throws this. Throws a uh, glass of water in his face. Is yeah. giving all the prosecution all this information, and then and then when when they find out it wasn't him, she was she Amanda Pete's like you were so quick to turn on him and she immediately <laughs> leaves to go fuck him I guess yeah. <laughs> like it's, you threw a glass of water in his face Amanda it's, Pete it's great yeah uh, I mean she was quick too but you know she, I bet I bet I'll bet you anything he was like oh, oh yeah this is fine it's, yeah. oh, you, well I'm not mad at you anymore yeah. I wasn't mad at you when you did it she's uh, a wild child yeah, it's a very it's a very Adam Scotty performance, even though it's like a serious performance yeah. ostensibly. It's very much in line with his uh like later characters. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it reminds it's the me a thing lot that of Adam the, Scott does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. Uh, but we're a little ahead of ourselves because before Are we? Uh, like I don't know. she actually is is is, in, yeah. is uh, not content with Adam Scott because she just doesn't think he's maybe on her side no. and he's going to really pull for her husband and so she, that's when she like finds Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, but Morgan Freeman is also a liability because like he's, he's you know, on intro- the wagon. introduced he's on the wagon for 465 days or something not yeah. that long. Uh, I mean, good congratulations to anybody that does that. But still, like, <laughs> but he's it had, wasn't but like he, it wasn't a decade away. And he's known for having a drinking. Problem. Known for having it's a drinking. Pointed problem. out, it comes up hilariously. Uh, I should add, but uh, but like, he's introduced in kind of like a shit, like living in a, his office is a mess, and he's like yeah. laying, and she's just like, well, I don't know, but he's supposed to be the best. Um, and he's and his consistency is always a, a question in yeah, this movie. Yeah. And so she's got him on board, and for some reason, and he's, it's one of those things where at first he's like, oh, I'm not interested in your case. And then she's like, but 
please. And he's like, oh, now I'm passionate about it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that's never quite. I guess he just. Like, and he keeps doling out like sage advice, like always keep them off balance. So it's like, don't agree to anything. Yeah. You know, it's shut. Don't it follow sucks. the rules. So unless the court, you're me. Because the courtroom scene, because like she like is, he like sort of undermines her a little, and then he's like, he's like, oh no, that was me doing that. So you, but you get to be the the straight man kind of yeah. like you're good cop, I'm bad cop or whatever. And then, but then he'll be like, always follow the rules. This is the army. And he rides a motorcycle, which is cool. Yes. He, he gets on board for some reason. Uh, he he has a line. I'm not defending this movie. I just didn't. I just didn't hate it. I went in thinking, okay, I'm and already. Then, I'm, I'm. And then I was kind of like, bored okay. talking about it. <laughs> he has a line where he's he's kind of like trying to lay out to uh to to her name is Mrs. Cubic, uh, yeah. but Ashley Judge is sort of the difference between military law and regular lives. Military justice is to justice as mu- as military music is to regular music. Mrs. Cubic, wake up and smell the napalm. So he's just talking shit what? on. Talking f- shit on Sousa. That is, that is just <laughs> gibberish. gibberish. Military music is bad. Who wrote that shit? Uh, whoever wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Absolute shit dialogue. I don't remember who wrote this movie. Nobody. And, and so, like, the, the bulk of this movie before it takes an inexplicable and weird, and uh, but I guess there's they had to have a twist, so here's yeah. the twist, sort of. It, it's that kind of ending. What was the twist? Well, there's a, well, there's a twist at the end. Are you talking well, about something else? They, no, that's it. That's oh, okay. The but they point... The whole movie is like them building this case that like leads them to find out about this giant, this like huge conspiracy, and so yes. it keeps doing this like sort of uh, Rashomon esque flashbacks where they keep showing, you know, it's like showing like, oh, this is what happened, and then like from someone else's perspective, no, this is what happened, mm-hmm. you know, oh my, your husband did do this. He threw threw his gun back and forth in his hand as he like taunted the yeah. villagers and murdered them, and then from someone else's point of view, and from someone else's point story, it's like, no, no, he didn't do it. It was these other people that did it. You know, there was a bombing where they killed. You know, so it's this whole like. Like conspiracy unfolds yes. of like this this you know from this this like El is it El Salvador yeah, yeah. An El, like this El like Salvadoran guy yeah, who his, becomes he, a part of it and he like he like he's the one who Your who had these totally three college did. students killed you know yeah. but no but then it was actually what happened was it was this guy because that's how he got wounded he got his eye wounded because you yeah. know the American military actually bombed that because that guy was there he was dead and yeah, they made two, they, it's two guys in particular one guy's got yeah, a disfigured yeah. Hernandez eye. Hernandez and that's who Jim Caviezel says is the real perpetrator of this act he claims right. that he was there yes. yes but he didn't do it it and, was these other guys and that also did it. all of these military guys from the special ops unit or whatever are like you find out have been trained to beat the uh, lie detector lie test, detector and test. so like, which is something that comes to Ashley yeah. Judd is not, not happy about because she finds out she's like, why didn't you tell me you could beat the lie detector? So he's like, oh, I didn't think it was important. Yeah, or whatever. bullshit. <laughs> Caviezel's very. Yeah, did, we, did we talk about how I confused uh, Jim Caviezel and Billy Crudup all the time? <laughs> like <laughs> I was fair. like, I was like, oh, Jim Caviezel from Princess Mononoke. I, like, I wish oh, no, it was Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Be more I'm like, is it, here. are both of them in Thin Red Line? I'm like, no, just one of them's in Thin Red Line. They're like, it's like a, a whole bunch of these actors from that period. Yeah, Jim, like Jim Caviezel is playing his character from Deja Vu in this also. Oh. I mean, he's Fair just enough. like, it's the I same, barely, I forgot he was in thing. that. He's great in Deja Vu, but he sucks okay. in this. I have a feeling that I've seen that before. That's the Denzel <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Woo. Boo. Yeah. Uh, I win. <laughs> Travis wins. That was pretty good. Uh, anyway. Anyways, that's uh, the, I'll be laughing about that all night. That's the bull. <laughs> laughing all the way to the bank. The that's blood the bank. whole movie is the, is is going this way. It's tr- it's like the movie in the movie at times because it's not a it's not a, a 
airtight <laughs> movie. No. Uh, because the, the, the movie is <laughs> quite the it, opposite. It, it turns trying to make you go like Jim Caviezel definitely didn't do it. He didn't do it. And then sometimes like maybe he did do it. But I mean, he didn't like, do it. And then at a certain point we meet Michael Shannon who was like who was there. He's a pretty of, like, great scene. A bunch of the, the other people. The movie. Most of the other people in the platoon have been killed in mysterious circumstances. Right. But he's one of the few people that's still alive. And he is, is he a pimp or no. he just has prostitutes around him all Who the time? Well, oh, no, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman gets those Morgan prostitutes. Morgan Freeman gets him the toots. Oh, he gets him those prostitutes. Morgan Freeman the has a parade of toots in this Because yeah. remember, because Morgan Freeman has the one toot hides the tape recorder under the... So those are That's Morgan right. Freeman's toots. One of them showed up <laughs> those at Those are Morgan Freeman's toots. One of them showed Hands up. off. One of them those was in Morgan his... Morgan Freeman's toots. <laughs> Nobody messes with Morgan Freeman's toots. <laughs> the, white, the white lady, she was in the earlier scene at the very beginning of the yeah. movie. You She's, see her in his introductory scene. She's like Lulu. And so he's got these like toots. He's got a parade of toots. He's got a parade of toots that he uses to help him out with his investigations, and this, which I which and, I which okay. I like. I love. I enjoy. So that. this like, so this is disgusting. amazing. I mean, you don't see any of it. You don't hotel see any room. of it, but it's quite disgusting because Morgan Freeman he he like shows up at this at this guy's door and he's like, I there's prostitutes. How about we? How about I join the party? Yeah. I'm not telling you who I am or anything like that. And Michael Shannon's like, okay. And so <laughs> and so Morgan Freeman's there and 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 uh, Michael Shannon's going like, why are you nursing that drink? Take a drink. Morgan Freeman's like, look at the booze yeah. like he's uh, he's on the wagon but like if he's gonna do the, if he's gonna pull off the case he's gonna have to fall off the wagon yeah and he so he's just, he drinks the alcohol at this point the two toots are like messing around with michael shannon we cut to the two toots like naked rolled up in uh in blank in sheets and blankets and michael shannon also naked and then they're still on the room so they fucked <laughs> Yeah. While Morgan Freeman was, was in there, drunk. there was like a three-way. He's, he's and Morgan fully, Freeman he's... just sat there fully clothed, <laughs> got guzzling whiskey, and was Watch like, well, fuck. here's what I'm doing from the case. <laughs> I am fully I invested. am here. You know what Morgan Freeman's motto is? I love a parade. Uh, this sure is not the strangest is. thing I've seen. <laughs> I don't doubt that you feel that way. Uh, and then, and then at that point, Michael he didn't Shannon, join in though. It's important to note that he's just sitting no, in the same no, chair, really fully see. dressed, just like kind of enjoying uh, sweet lady whiskey. I sure did see some things tonight. <laughs> that much. He's I'll li- see some things that hopefully also I will. Literally forget. a shot where he's like staring into this plastic cup of whiskey, yeah. and yeah. it's totally like Lionel. It's like. Brownest of the brown liquors. <laughs> What's, What's that? that? What did you say? You, say you want me to drink, drink you? you? <laughs> it's amazing. Come on, Morgan, drink me up. I think I, I think I like delicious. I liked all these parts, and in a different movie that was better, that was like about that character and his like you know him having to do that. Like I think it would be mm-hmm. it would it would seem like a, it would be, be you know a better scene. There's like scenes in here that I like that like sure. w- in the context of this boring. I like the scene where Ashley Judd is running on the military base and all the dudes woo her and, and she, she gives like, him the finger, she just flips yeah. him off as she's running. Yeah, <laughs> she's good at the badass stuff. I yeah. just I, when she gets I, to switch over into badass yeah, mode. That, she's well, there's great. that scene not long at, like late, like later into the movie where she finally she's confronting the guy who she thinks is sort of at the head of the conspiracy to get her husband right. framed for this, and she has yes. like a really good speech. Yeah. It's I, Bruce Davison who's the melty senator from the X Men movies. <laughs> yeah, that's the I, he's in tons of stuff, but he's I can a, only I can only ever of, identify he's him. He's in as a ton the, of Altman stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. I think he's no, I can't remember. I think he might be in McCabe. I don't know, he's in, he's in like a bunch of Altman stuff. I always stuff from I like always get him confused with uh, what's his name, who's the mayor on Spin City and in oh, Rocky yeah, Horror, uh, yeah. who is uh, I can't remember that guy's name. I can't now, remember his yeah, name they, right now, but I always get him confused. He's like he's like a little younger than that guy. Yeah, Barry Barry Bostwick. Yeah, Barry Bostwick. Yes, good, good. He's a man. 
But this he's playing General Marks, and this is what this is Ashley Judd confronting him in the elevator, and this is just it's just cla- it's all one shot, dude. It's classic Judd. It's, I am not afraid of you. I've already survived you once, you smug son of a bitch. The real question is, will you survive me? Mm, <laughs> fucking awesome. And so this is when this whole conspiracy is is like unfolding, and so you know that's that's like the whole case. Their whole case hinges on this conspiracy, and then. Uh. Um, what happens? They like win. She gets well, him, oh, oh, she doesn't necessarily get him off. They're, like, there's it's a no, ro- it's a roller coaster. What happens? And things- is, what happens is they eventually prove that there was like this conspiracy, and it they they managed to get it proven that the other two guys did it. And the yeah. way that they do it is by placing them there because of some insurance forms. Because he had to fill out some insurance form because his eye got his injured injury. in the in yeah. the attack in the bombing, and they got in a subsequent car accident after the bombing, and so they would. And it's like, yeah, but he would have. They would have. Right. He would have wanted to get that covered. He would, you know. And right. she and she he- hectors this uh, some FBI agent till mm-hmm. he like goes like fine, fine, fine. And he even <laughs> says like you're so guy, you're, you're a real pain in the ass. You're a real pain in my ass. And, and she's and she smiles and like and I so am. they have like a pretty good case and at this moment uh, the the military withdraws the withdraws charges. the charges they win. Okay. and they withdraw the charges because basically the general that she threatened yep. is too is just too afraid of having his conspiracy revealed right uh, so he like manages to get the whole thing okay here's where my problem <laughs> oh no happens <laughs> oh no uh, well okay this is before we get to the secret tw- other twist at right. the end so the twist but the it's... twist doesn't matter this is one of the reasons why I hated it so much. So, if you were afraid that this would, like, blow up your spot, mm. why did you prosecute the case in the first yep. place? He, they would have had to consult it with the military. Point. Just like, leave it Why? Be. Just let it go. It's a similar... Yeah, it's a If sim- they had just not said anything... <laughs> Everybody uh, would have gone about their separate ways, yeah. and none of this would have ever had to happen. And they've, yeah. they've been saying constantly weird. throughout this movie that the military has all this control over their justice system. Right. It's not the same as regular justice, i.e., exactly. they could have just simply not They could have just simply not said, which, which, is, which is what they choose to do in the long run. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. did like the scene it's where they point. where they catch him at the beginning, too. Where <laughs> they blow up the whole city. Yeah, yeah we, we I thought that was it. I thought that was cool. Oh, we, I was in the we bathroom. Talked about okay, that. good. Uh, good. They, they they overreach a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I just enjoyed it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I enjoyed parts of this on their own. Like I liked that. Like I liked how that scene unfolded, where he's like, "Hey, those people are making out over there," and it's just sort of very yeah. casual. And then all of a sudden, like, boom! And then everybody that was on the street is like an FBI. Yeah, agent. An I'm FBI like, oh, cool. But that you know, pretty cool, but though. I mean, it. In you know, obviously, yeah. It's it's also like too too much. And the the movie itself around it is like not very good. So, anyways, like the the the. The case is withdrawn, and it's a victory for Ashley Judd and her husband. During this time, at, victory this, for like, narratives of all kinds. Yes, during this final trial, Morgan Freeman isn't there, and yeah. Ashley, and he's, he's actually, been in Mexico. He's in, in Mexico, Mexico doing research, but he didn't tell Ashley Judd that. So th- she just thinks he she fell, thinks off, the he fell off the wagon and like, just again. went and got drunk. Also, she's she been visited a, by that guy a couple times. Yeah, the, 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 the El Salvadoran, Salvadoran scary guy man. who was yes. like, uh, yeah, yeah. And she leaves a message uh, on Morgan Freeman's machine where she goes, she gets pretty, pretty uh, judgy, but you know whatever. It, the stakes judgy. are high. She gets judgy, and, uh, and she goes, day. "I thought I had a friend. <laughs> Just say a toast for my husband while you drink yourself silly." Yeah. You know, oh man. Mm. And, but meanwhile, Morgan Freeman's doing research. She goes home. The Judd Freeman is, concern is off the rails. This is extremely similar to the end <laughs> of um, what was the, the Kiss the, the Girls? Kiss the Girls. Yeah. Where like she goes home with the bad guy, and mm. Morgan Freeman is like trying to like contact her because he he found out, and so she has a conversation. Jim Caviezel's there, and at this exact moment, he tosses his keys back and forth. Can you yep. only 
Only one kind of person. Only ever one guy does that stuff back because that's forth. been that's been described by other people, like, like three other tip. people. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be him. Yeah, and they and as moment, Kevin said earlier, like he gets acquitted, and there's 20 minutes left in the movie, and it's like okay, 20 he, minutes. Well, left. No, there's 20 minutes left. You're like he did it. Yeah, he did it. He did <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, personally, that's the only I knew, option. I knew except, he did it the whole time. Yes, because if that's the only way to make the movie, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also it's just, but it's just like this. Yeah, but it's also like. Do we need all twenty right. minutes of this shit? You know, I mean, like, God, what? It's what? not gonna, it's not gonna fucking be Adam Scott all of a sudden, right? Seriously, uh, I did it. I'm, I'm the killer. I'm, I'm my boner yep. did it. Sorry. Uh, so he's, he's like, I'm gonna go out of the house, and then she, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some groceries or whatever the fuck, and so she thinks she's that he, yeah. he's leaving the house. And he's gonna go get more champagne so they can celebrate. She's talking to Morgan Freeman. He's like, I've been doing some research in Mexico. It turns out your husband did do it. He's a psycho. Sorry. She, but it's this part. This part was funny too because she goes like. And, and I don't know. I'm. I mean, what other people are like? Because I'm not like this. But she, he's Ooh. like, he's like, check, uh, check, check where your husband was on these dates. He names specific. She's like, okay. And she goes to her computer and is like, um, he was here. On, and you're like, well, who fucking keeps these? Rec- <laughs> who keeps records like that of where they were every fucking day? And that's so weird. She I actually sur- judge. He's very organized. It's really and funny. apparently, apparently, uh, he's really good at like murdering people and getting away so he, with it. So, yeah. so, so he's, he's been, been the one that's been murdering all the other members of his platoon and is, also. And so is that is that why the case was tried? Is because these other guys kept ter- started turning up dead? Is that like the reason that like... Still doesn't mil- make any sense. I know, I, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the military, the, the military is like somebody want. is killing a bunch of us so that they can keep a secret. We also want to keep. Well, Let's prosecute yeah, the crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I know. Well, but also is like the military. Also, could it be that like you know, oh, Michael Gaston's this prosecutor, and he finds out about it, and he's not, oh, he's not aware of the whole conspiracy. You know what I mean? I feel like somebody would have put a. Put I'm the reaching. I'm yeah, reaching now, reach. but I'm just <laughs> saying the I'm movie's like, reaching. Yeah, yeah. Don't reach for the movie. No. Yeah. Let the really reaching high on this. So this is the part when Jim, she's like freaking out and she's like saying some maybe stuff that's t- telegraphing where she's coming from on the phone at that moment Jim Caviezel pops back up again and she's like I thought you were going to the he store goes, he's like he's like uh, I'm Jesus he goes, Jesus. He goes uh, wrong keys wrong and she keys. goes those are the keys to my sister's car which is the car we have and he's like oh uh, he goes uh, you uh, don't know what pain <laughs> is <laughs> he just immediately he immediately well, does a heel turn and he's like I'm gonna have to kill my wife now he's like I didn't want to have to do this <laughs> and he's yeah. just like fully fucking flipped out it sucks and yeah. then it's just like That's a fight it's just them the him chasing her around, <laughs> and then uh, the El Salvadoran guy shoots shows him. up, shoots him, shows up and shoots him, him. and then he's. This is interesting. Uh, this doesn't happen in movies very often, at least where he's been shot, and then he's struggling with the El Salvadoran guy, and it's like, ooh, maybe you know he's gonna overcome his wound and kill this El Salvadoran guy, and then he just goes, nah, nah, I was shot. I'm he, now, now I'm dead. He was shot in the. <laughs> I in lost like a lot of blood ch- in like yeah. the heart or something, like the chest. So it was like, yep. eh, I don't think he has. He's not gonna survive that. <laughs> Uh, so that's pretty upsetting, yeah. I would think, for Ashley Judd. Her husband it turned out to be she's a mass murderer. She's fine in the next murderer. scene where she's opening up a law practice with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Another scene that I enjoyed, but again, it's like... She's uh, past it. it yeah, she's gotten she's over, over it pretty quick. Pretty quick. Because she shows up and she, you know, well, does a whole Judd thing. Well, the Judd Freeman concern is back and on he, the tracks. He wants to, he's like, he's like you, could, you could come with me. And she's like, she's like, no. Because okay. we really, we really need to do something about this, and she's like de- redecorating. Not until the- you change this office, either that wallpaper goes <laughs> or I do. <laughs> It's uh, like a joke. It's ridiculous. I liked it. I liked that scene, and I like if this movie had been better, even like a little bit better, like it was like that was fun to watch. I would have been like, oh, I want more movies where these guys are lawyer buddies. But uh, it wasn't. I very feel good. like that was the plan. No, I mean obviously, yeah. clearly it was because that last scene. I, seems I mean, to point not just that, that but like the plan was like we could 
conceived not just make sequels to this. I mean, like, I feel like for a while there was this this idea that Ashley Judd and Morgan Freeman would team up and make a bunch of different kinds of movies and I together. Think, yeah. I think they should have. They probably should have, but I, maybe this one killed that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's not that much worse than any of the other ones, yeah, but though. It didn't I mean, perform very but well. I liked Ki- but Kiss the Girls was good. I think Kiss the Girls is pretty good. Is Double good. Jeopardy is is crazy and fun. I, I don't think I don't think you thought as as that as much as but that doesn't have Morgan Freeman in it. This is better than <laughs> Twisted. You know what? I just better, mean, I just better than Twisted, but I liked it less. None of these none of these. It's, movies yeah, are great but you know how they keep bringing everything back these days just because they're out of ideas and that's what people Netflix, want Netflix get on the Can Judd, we get, get on the Netflix Judd like concern. Ashley Judd and it doesn't necessarily have to be Freeman but Ashley Judd and an old dude or just Ashley Judd I, like, I would prefer I, it to be Morgan Freeman I like Morgan Freeman let's, He's get, not let's dead, get some yeah. of those He's fine and, and he and he likes paychecks I, I just believe. want yeah. I want if, I want more of these Ashley Judd movies I, I don't know I think they're I'd take something. It. Yeah, Ashley Judd's good in them. Now, now's the time. And if she doesn't want to do it, I mean, get some Diane Lane movies back on. Oh, the... baby! <laughs> I want Judd. Oh, Ashley Judd and, and Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. Please, that's too much. No, Versus a serial killer. Versus Morgan Freeman and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, holy shit! While those guys are still <laughs> that alive, just a, that should just be a CSI show. It's like the four of them solving mysteries. That'd, That'd be, be great. Fucking awesome. Watch that shit. Oh, oh, I don't know. I want to solve this crime. Oh, I don't even. And the title of the show—you better <laughs> solve this crime, you son of a bitch. Title of the show is—you don't tell me how to do my job. That's my job. <laughs> the title of the job? Pretty good. That's not bad. Title of the show is—that's like old Tommy Lee Jones. That's what he does now. You know, that's his, that's one of his law enforcement shit, officials that should know. have been retired by now. Yeah, Can these we call guys it? are eighty. Every episode ends with him going, and then I woke up, and then it ends. Then I woke up. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I Another don't care. dead body washed up. I don't care. Well, this is weird. As long protagonist. as he's wearing a chicken suit in one of them. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I don't care. And then it goes into the, you know, uh, Who song. And, wow. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. I don't care. I don't care. He's looking at the dead body going, I don't care. The detective who doesn't care. <laughs> that's, his, that's his one shit. That's a good name for a show. <laughs> that's like, well, that's like his superpower because, you know, the, the TV detective always has to have like this one skill that like makes him a better detective than anyone else. That's right. He doesn't give a shit. It's, just, he doesn't it's like Reigns. Remember, remember Reigns with Jeff Goldblum where he like knows he can like kind of talk to dead people, but it's only because like he's hallucinating it. Oh, wow. Mm. That was a show? Yeah, it only lasted for a few episodes. It has Jeez. one of my favorite uh, final shots of any pilot or scenes because he's like, the whole time he's like, he can talk to the dead person, but it's talk not really, it's not like person. a ghost. It's okay. like, he's such a good psychiatrist and forensic person or whatever that he can like basically make a relatively accurate okay. imagined version of them to help figure out what happened. And uh, the whole time he's got this partner that he talks to and it turns out duh, the partner's dead. The partner's uh, been dead the whole time. Whoa. And so the, but the last scene of the episode is Jeff Goldblum talking to his partner and then they sort of the camera pulls back and it's, he's in the cemetery talking to his partner's grave. So he's like talking to, you know, he's like at the grave yeah. talking to his partner. And then like you see the cemetery like caretaker is like, what is this guy doing <laughs> over here? And I just thought this was so funny. Like the guy who works in the cemetery, totally unfamiliar with the concept of people talking to themselves in the cemetery. <laughs> like that never fucking no. happens. Nobody goes to a gravestone and maybe solemnly says a few words. No. Never. Anyway, people are very pragmatic about that sort of thing. All right, let's rate this fucking movie. Uh, just one other uh, start the part that I thought was funny, give you an idea of what kind of movie this is. Uh, there's the part when the El Salvadoran guy, she's gone off with the El Salvadoran guy, and this is the part when the movie's like he could be a bad, he turns up being a good guy, and he's right. But this is where it's like he could be scary, and he's like telling her like your husband uh, did this and that, and this is the real thing, and she's scared, and he like puts his hand into his pocket menacingly, and she's like he's gonna pull out a gun, he's gonna pull out a gun, and he pulls a single cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> He just had that cigarette in there. So it's just, and then she actually goes, "Jesus Christ!" 
Not a pack That's of exactly cigarettes. Exactly what even. I said too. But it's one cigarette. It's so weird. <laughs> Funny ratings. I'm gonna give this one and a half Juds. Wow, <laughs> I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. I'm gonna give it one Douglas for the Morgan Freeman parade toots uh, <laughs> orgy witnessing. That's really something. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, what am I gonna get? Not a real sleaze fest this episode. I'm gonna give it ten out of ten long, long gazes into the abyss of a cup of bourbon. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it, honestly. I'm gonna give it two and a half juts. Yeah, I don't know. That's where it's I not am. a good movie. But I, I had thought it was fun. It's yeah. really stupid. I just kind of like Ashley Judd. I like these movies. Like I said, I got that Stockholm syndrome yeah, going true. with these kinds of movies, and this is stupid as hell and all kinds of dumb shit that they do. And I was still just like, and this is the second time I've seen it in the last year. Ugh. I was still just like, you're always jumping fun. on those grenades. It's pretty fun. I don't know. It's it's bad, but uh, I'm gonna give it one and a half. Dugs just because of that. Uh, just because of the. F- John Doe thre- has the upper hand. <laughs> this was this movie was PG thirteen yeah. too. Yeah. So. This but the three way scene that Morgan Freeman just watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watched it go down. You know, Michael Shannon's such a great actor. I really wish I could have seen that scene. <laughs> but don't, but, uh, don't we all? Yeah. What the, what what if we, if you ever talked to Morgan Freeman, ask him. Did yeah. he? Yo, he actually did the he whole scene in front it. of me. <laughs> He's such a committed. The cameras actor. weren't rolling. I drank, but drank that entire bottle. That entire bottle. And Michael Shannon fucked those prostitutes. Yeah, he was raw dogging it. <laughs> I can tell you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I'm gonna give it uh, one uh, solitary cigarette in a pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm with Travis. I'm going two and a half because I did yeah. it did enjoy watching this, even though it is ultimately dumb. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't. I wasn't bored by it, but I was also like, "This sucks." So yeah. two, it's going. It's like, it's a solid two and a half for me. But you know, that's that's. I didn't hate it. I didn't ever like feel like I'm. I'm so mad. I'm watching this. I was just like, "Hey, yeah, this is, whatever. This is doing what it's supposed to." And I, I did enjoy Judd and uh, Freeman's like whole thing. I like, I like Morgan Freeman a lot in this. So he's just doing. He's but but. Terrible at playing drunk. Yeah, terrible. Very, at playing obviously, drunk. he's yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman, but he's, he has to play drunk in this, and it's like, oh man, it's very cartoonish. Have you and ever stupid. been drunk, Morgan Freeman? <laughs> I feel Come like on. Morgan Freeman's a stoner. Uh, oh yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. Hope, I hope so. His character, I, sure I mean, his character so. seems stoned at the beginning. Yeah. This, you're like, oh, this guy's like a stoner. And you're like, oh no, he's just a just recovering, a <laughs> recovering alcohol. In real life, I'm convinced that Morgan Freeman smokes a lot of reefer. God, yeah, that wouldn't surprise. No, me. not at all. More power to him. Yeah. Um, and I'm going, I'm going one and a half for the same reason. The only scene in the movie that's <laughs> even remotely sleazy is that scene. You know, there's not even any dis- none of the dialogue in this is even really sleazy. No, it's just like, it's, it's all implied. You know, it's all. But that, but that scene, <laughs> that scene <laughs> is just. Up in the hotel room, box of condoms, bottle of old Harper, <laughs> some illegal some fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> what, what the hell? A couple of disposable enemas. <laughs> well, come on in. Yeah, we're just gonna. This party's just Join starting. The party. <laughs> quit, quit nursing that thing. <laughs> quit staring at that drink and put it away. Yeah, Michael Shannon's Michael Shannon's character is too is like a guy who was in the platoon, right? But who yeah. like was in jail for some other thing. Mm-hmm. So he's like also like a bad guy who they got paroled to testify against yeah. her husband. I mean, at this. the very least, everybody who killed all those poor people in El Salvador is dead at the end of this movie. That's, true. Yeah, that's good. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, no, the eye patch uh, guy gets away, doesn't he? I don't ah, whatever. Remember. Who fucking cares? Never mind. Who cares? I'm giving it uh, t- ten out of ten. Uh, 
10, uh, ten uh, baby Adam Scotts. Yeah. yeah. You got to. Terrible, There's terrible the scene at the cuts. end of this where he's playing Cones of Dunshire with Amanda Peet. <laughs> and she's and she's packing her bag. She's yeah, like, she's this like, was... Like, a, I hate this. I've made a huge mistake. He's you like, forgot. well, I'm moving to fucking Indiana. <laughs> you forgot that the game is about the cones. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a prequel to Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Could be. It's yeah. a prequel. It's before he became the 18-year-old mayor of Icetown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody watch Parks and Rec, though. Great show. Well, I watched some of it. It is good. I liked some it all the, the way. Some of those later end. seasons are a bit dire. Oh, I think the season. The first I think season the season. Oh, I like the first season. I think the oh, second to last season is a bit of a drag, but I enjoyed all of the last seasons. Seasons two and three are like you go one, two, and three, and then it starts to plateau and fall. I like. Off. I, don't, I don't like one. I don't like season <laughs> I one. Nobody of, likes I don't, one. I don't like I season one of Parks and Rec. I don't hate it, but I don't like. I don't particularly like season one of Parks and Rec or The Office. Okay. I think they're both like they both. You're like, eh, you're trying something, and once they get once they jettison all all the real girls, mm-hmm. the show really picked up for me because I think he stunk on it. That's right. You stunk. heard me. You heard me. Bright Star or whatever that Jane Campion movie you're Paul in. Paul Brandanowitz. <laughs> yeah, you stunk up the room. All right. Yes. What are we doing next stinker? time? Well. You oh. said you said you would remember. Oh, it is it is Madeline Stowe. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do. We get there's to do a no whole business episode. like Stowe business. Madeline no, Stowe. Stowe. Oh, favorite Madeline Stowe to me. Madeline Stowe. Oh, get used to those banging <laughs> Madeline Stowe impressions that we do. We're gonna do Blink. Oh yes, the General's Daughter. Woo! In a movie that I don't think any of us have seen. China Moon. I haven't seen I would, any of these. Uh, so. I've seen bits and pieces of China Moon because there are nude scenes that I would. I've seen the General's Daughter like are they, five times. Were you looking up the Ed Harris nude scenes? Or yeah, the nice. Ed Harris nude scenes I would watch over and over again when I was a teenager. I can imagine. Uh, those are going to be fun. Yeah. What else? What else we need to do? Talk about. Uh, well, subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe oh, to our yeah, Patreon. Yeah. We got a couple new episodes coming. We have two. We have two up now. Well, by the time this is out, I guess we'll have three up. Yeah, the um, next one. What's the next last one? Action last Action Hero. Heroes. Yes. Next one? So that one's already on. But then we've got coming up after you listen to a, this a one. Special is project. A special project that will be not every. Won't be doing it probably once a month or whatever. But we will be going through all of the Police Academy movies called Police Academy Academy. Yep. Yeah. And I'm real this curious. Is, to this see is in how which I have not out. watched any Police Academy movies, and Kevin explains them to me. I watched them, and I ask questions. So yeah, subscribe to our Patreon. It's only four and a half Douglases a month. It's a real good steal. deal. Super steal. super good deal for that. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, yeah, buy some buy t-shirts. T-shirt. We got we got some up the spreadsheet. Uh, maybe I'll post that link around more and see if people can buy them. They're really our cool logo on them. Uh, you know, do that. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Rate, Facebook. review. Rate, rate review. review. Please rate and review. It helps. Yeah. Somehow it helps. We love the it's reviews. The big thing. When they're good. And we love the reviews. <laughs> and talk to us on uh, you know, on yeah. Twitter. Get in contact with us. We love it. Yeah, we like bullshit. We love hearing from you. And, um, I mean, I guess that's it. Right? That's it. Yeah, okay. So until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye.